0: Welcome to Book Club, everyone. So, this month, we have done The Irishman by Charles Brandt. And the film, recently released on Netflix, was directed by Martin Scorsese, who... To introduce him, has done recently The Silence, The Wolf on Wall Street, Gangs of New York, Goodfellas, so lots of gangster movies. Uh, the book was written by Charles Branch, who was a homicide investigator, uh, adapted by Steven Zalian, who did wrote Gangs of New York, Mission Impossible, American Gangster, Moneyball Girl, with the Dragon Tattoo. It is starring Frank De Niro as Frank Sheeran, Al Pacino as Jimmy Hoffa, Joe Pesci as Russell Buffalino, Harvey Kiltel as Angelo Bruno, and many others who I'm sure we will name (laughs) further along. It was produced by Jun Niro's production company, Tribeca Production, and Scorsese's production company. Uh, and it cost $160 million due to a lot of digital enhancements. So the, the summary of the book is, The Irishman is an epic sag- saga of organized crime in post-war America told through the eyes of World War II veteran Frank Sheeran, a hustler hitman who works for the legendary crime boss Russell Buffalino alongside some of the most notorious figures of the 20th century. Spanning decades, Sheeran's Stories Chronicle was one of the greatest unsolved mysteries in American history. The disappearance of legendary union boss, Jimmy Hoffa, and it offers a monumental journey through the hidden corridors of organized crime. So three and a half, well, three hours and 19 minute film, not including credits. 3.30. 3.30. 3.30. Three hours. I forget about the extra hour. Three hours (laughs) and 19 minutes. uh, And like 10 minutes of credits, which I went to bed for those. There's a lot to talk about. Uh, Obviously, very well received publicly. Um, You watched the film in the suggested four part yeah. version someone
1: on Twitter I forget who broke it down into a mini series so four episodes um, and it honestly worked amazingly like, it felt like it was designed to be watched in 49 minute chunks um, anything that's
2: that long should be designed to be watched.
1: Um, it felt like you came to natural like cliffhangers or natural endpoints when you came back into it. It, it, it felt natural, um, and I think that was the only way we could. I, could I, I
0: took a break about and around an hour, and I just like I need to just like breathe. And it, I went back in, and it felt like a good pacing to like every hour or so, mm. like
1: take a. I could, I could.
0: Cause you can't digest everything. Well, I
1: think. No, no. I could, if it was in a cinema, because it's on Netflix, I think that's the biggest downfall of being that long. And in a cinema, I can focus for that time. I
0: don't know. I think I prefer it on Netflix. I need to I'd, stand yeah. up and move as well. Oh yeah. You know theater, I need like, like a little, you know, in yeah, an interval. Interval. Get an ice cream. Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't think I could sit for
3: three hours.
1: Like right. it's not unheard of for a film to be that long.
0: What's the last film you these that is? through?
2: I feel like people always reference like Gone with the Wind or even these really old films that are long. Yeah, but like it's very rare
1: that some of Scorsese's Scorsese, most of Scorsese's movies that are this long. Are, Do you know Two, what
0: I mean? u- two hours usually. Mm-hmm. And they're not. I don't no, think any say, of the them have been three, 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 three hours. Three hours. Maybe like three hour hours. Hours. Which one? Yeah,
1: yeah, I mean,
0: well. Which one?
4: Casino. Casino. I don't. Yeah.
0: I've never saw that. But no, I actually no. I thought I enjoyed it better this way because I think I might start to drift on and it, there definitely was a lot of impactful moments that you want to be paying attention for so so the book is non-fiction and is based around the interviews uh, with Frank Sheeran from Jimmy Hoffa who met him not Jimmy Hoffa from Charles Grant who met him in the 1991. And then the book was published in 2005. So essentially, this 15-year relationship. What did it, He passed away around the same time, I think.
1: Yeah, um, early 2000s. Yes. Yeah.
0: Uh, so a lot of information and kind of going back and forth, first, fourth through time. General feelings, I guess we just sort of dive in. But do you like it or not?
1: Uh, I like the book and the movie. Um, I I had no real context for any of it going in. Like I didn't know about the about the unions. I didn't know about Jimmy Hoffa. Uh, from Sheeran. I knew about the mob. I was aware of the mob loosely. Mm. Um, but I think without the context of the book, I would have found the movie quite a quite a daunting prospect because yeah. the movie for, for a three and a half hour flick moves at quite a pace. You're getting a lot of a lot of information, a lot of characters, a lot of historical context kind of thrown at you, and without the kind of grounding of the book, I would have had no idea what the unions were, the importance of Jimmy Hoffa, the interactions of this kind of time period, so I think that really helped me kind of... What was
3: the
0: order again of how you watched
1: it? In terms of... Reading the book
0: versus when you um
1: In terms of Frank Sheeran's narrative to Charles Brown in the book, um, I'd got up to a point, or well, me and Ellie, would got up to a point where uh, Frank was flying out to meet Jimmy Hoffa to do the deed, Idiot. essentially, um, and we got to that point in the movie, which was in the viewing order we watched it in was the end of episode three, so we got to that point, finished the book and then watched the end of the movie, and that's quite a nice way of doing it. Or well, I finished the book and then watched the end and you finished the book afterwards in
2: well, disclaimer to begin with, I'm 82% in, <laughs>
1: But. What, what but, of the three endings are you up to? Have you finished yeah, afterward, epilogue, or conclusion?
2: <laughs> I don't
1: know.
2: <laughs> One of them. But I have, in terms of where the film ends, I have reached the end of the book. Yeah. I am now going through. Well, for most books that we do, I would consider additional reading. Yeah. yeah. But I think for this, it's probably quite essential. So I am fully
1: prepared for spoilers. No okay. well, for, 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 no. for context, the, the, the movie covers everything uh, in the book, essentially except the in conclusion. Yes. Uh, because the movie is very much Frank Sheeran's story, mm-hmm. whereas uh, the, the book is that but so much more it's about the context of yeah. Frank Sheeran and the time period and the kind of fallout after the disappearance because
0: Charles essentially goes out and interviews other individuals and there's sort of little stories that kind of yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: things that kind of essentially have come out since Frank Sheeran's real life passing away
4: Sorry,
0: Tom.
1: Some things only only come out. out, Yeah, in the book. Yes.
0: When everyone's dead, that's when the real story is told. Okay. I I read about half the book, then
4: watched the film, then read the rest.
1: Okay. Where about in the book did you get to before you watched the movie? Do you remember? Uh, Mm. Which which Tony were they most angry at? Yeah,
0: exactly. Which Tony was the one? Was it? uh, Tony Rake, right? One of them? I need to. I'm going to pull up like the character list because I'm not going to remember. Was it,
1: was it, was it Pro?
0: The,
4: the, was it Fat Spectre? Tony? Was it Tony Jack? The, the good film one was if I hadn't been reading the book
3: yep. yeah.
4: and getting the information via the book, I I would have been lost. So, so it, the, the film just kind of rushed along mm. and assumed that I knew all of these people. Yeah. I kind
1: of like it. And
0: there's a lot of generically named itself. very similar men. You can Who see why the Mafia
1: have got nicknames yeah. they're all Tonys. you need to call them Fat Tony. But the
2: nicknames <laughs> are the problem because then they've not only just got one like given name, they've yes. then got a shortened version or a surname that they then go by as well. This well, this is your
4: Game of Thrones problem. Yeah. <laughs> Too many generic white <laughs> there
2: men. Were,
4: there were things that I was reading about in the book after seeing yeah. the film, going, well until I read the explanation here Hmm. I didn't get that from the film whether or not I was not that engaged with the film and I was listening closely or it was just rushing through all of this stuff I didn't realize that the Jesse Plumman's character was in fact not Jimmy Hoffa's biological son.
0: Oh, oh yes, that he was the foster child? The, the they really the should have explained that. I was very confused. I, I had like, no
4: idea until I read that in the book and said, okay, that makes more to sense
1: than why driving them to the house. Frank references it in a Jimmy voiceover Hoffa. in the movie and that's okay. the only context you will give for it.
0: It is As something I feel like you have to watch twice almost. Or like, I think watching it slowed down and in sections mm. maybe you kind of observe
4: yeah. it a little I have bit. to say, that the film only works for me in the latter stages as they aged. Mm. It's a very the, the the main problem with the film for me is that Frank is not a very expressive character. No. In the book, you have Charles Brandt, you have Frank talking in the books, and then you have Charles Brandt's voice who's giving you a, filling in a lot of information, commenting on Frank as a yeah. person. Who doesn't really express himself because of his past?
3: Yeah. And again, in the film, for,
4: for being three and a half hours long, it needed to do something with his past, yes. but never once, his, because so much of his past has a direct reflection on who he is when we see him in his.
0: <laughs> um, but yes,
4: to really understand Frank as someone who's. Other, someone other than just a pledged individual who doesn't really say very much or is very interesting on screen. You need a, a separate voice giving you a, a, you know, a definition and a perception and, and an opinion on what he's doing, and that's all elitist in the film because it wants to be quite linear in yes. that sense, and it only wants as. I could see the only parts of the story that was interesting Martin Scorsese are the ones that always interest him, which is just mob is family and Catholic guilt. I think there's so much more to Frank than that, but that's what he focuses on. And until you get to the latter stages where Robert De Niro is able to give you the sense, especially after he kills Jimmy Hoffa, and then you start to see something happen in Frank, and then, it, then I was really interested yeah. in him as a tragic figure. But until then, you've got to find a way as a filmmaker then to make that person um, in, make an inexpressive person interesting. I don't think that Martin Scorsese did that, and I was that's why I don't think I was really engaged with what was going on. And then you you have all these great actors. Who are really given nothing distinctive to do. They're just a part of this mob family and they come and they go, and I don't feel like I was invested in them at all. And in the end, when they're in prison and, and they're sharing the, again, that's the ritual, I didn't quite get it until I read about it in the book, and I'm sure they might have done it somewhere earlier in the film, but I didn't. That's it. You know, when they're dunking the bread and the oh, wine, the and, and Joe Pesci at that
1: stage oh, yes. so shaky. Oh, they're doing gorgeous. it when they first meet. They need. do it. They do it a few times yeah. during the, the movie, and yeah. you so see. I didn't get. I didn't get the the importance of, this importance of stuff, it. The kind of ritualistic nature of it. Yeah, it's very much this breaking bread. Good, kind of, yeah. to the Catholic thing. They're breaking bread, they have having red yeah. wine, that, yes. whole, yeah. that that whole shebang. Isn't it?
4: And for some reason that didn't, again, for me, because maybe the way it was being presented didn't really capture me until there was something very poignant about it. and. And again, that really didn't occur to me until I read his description of it in the book.
0: Of when he was in the truck bringing the prosciutto bread and the wine to him, and then building that relationship yeah. out of that.
1: I wonder how much this has been to be assumed knowledge, though, because like when you're reading the book, even, it like, is- the author, Charles, feels was like, they're all, like, a, Italian-Americans, so a lot of this stuff is just kind of their culture, so they're so aware of all this stuff, um, that it feels like offhand or even silly to kind of go in depth about this stuff and I wonder if like if you've seen like Gothel or buff Godfather it does similar things where there's all this kind of background ritual, ritual and, and kind of fluff essentially to these relationships um, which kind of goes the nuance of it is a bit lost unless you're aware of the kind of the importance of it
2: I came I this as someone who has mm-hmm. never seen the Godfather um, Has never seen, like, basically never yeah. seen a mob movie. That's oh, yes. Um, and I initially really struggled with the book. I was like, God, this is so crazy. <laughs> I wasn't interested in the first like I didn't have many pages until we got to Frank in the war. And then I felt like I knew Frank a bit more. And also I basically I didn't really care about Jimmy's disappearance. What I wanted was Frank's story. But it was kind yeah. of they were they were making it so much about this one Jimmy moment. Especially in the film that, that the the whole like you were saying kind of essence of Frank was lost. However, coming to the film I'm really really glad that I read the book because I wouldn't have been able to follow the film at all and actually in the end I ended up really enjoying the film but I think that's only because I have the context of the book agreed yeah. so I think the film was like beautifully shot, beautifully done I've really, like, really enjoyed it but I, we almost wish I'd viewed it without the context of having read anything because I think that would give me a more honest opinion
1: of it I think you do I think we both dislike the film
2: without the context yeah. Of yeah, yeah and I think also viewing it as a mini-series because I don't think I could focus on
1: that. Yeah, yeah. that that really worked for me yeah. watching it in kind of the four parts yeah
2: there's really like you say really natural end points yeah. that work. I
1: think having that guide work because if I just stopped it like 40 minutes in yeah. or like an hour and yeah, ten yeah. that
2: was like perfect
1: the actual pace. break they gave really felt like good yeah. points like so yeah like we got to the point where I'm like, oh, I'm going to pause it here. And you he stopped and like oh, this is literally where they did to pause it, because it always felt like the point finished but
2: Credits could have rolled then. Yeah. And it would yeah. have felt right. Yeah. 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 And then you come back
4: in. But I was. I was shocked during the reading of the book to you discover that he was a ballroom dance
3: instructor. I know, he I used love box that. That would have
0: been with the details really yeah. and that's so detailed. to explain. So in the film, essentially his upbringing, the only reference you really get is there's a flashback to his being in the military during the war, which in the book is essentially the first. Hundred pages and explaining his childhood, living in this poverty. His father uses him to get money. through Him doing fights since he's like seven years old. Yeah, he has to fight for you know his family.
1: Yeah, but for context, actually, I I was probably a third of the way through the book when we started watching the film and the movie got to the point where I was at within
3: yeah, 25 minutes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But that, the nuance of Frank and the, like, the details of his life I think brought so much more to the character for me like you said. Yeah. I think if I just came to him with no yeah. background I probably wouldn't have because by the end I felt really like emotionally attached to Frank but I don't know if I would have cared if I didn't have
1: those yeah. details. I, guess, I think the movie worked around the pivot point of of Jimmy Hoffa which I think is a pivot point for Frank I'm honestly not interested
2: in the Jimmy Hoffa <laughs> I know Frank has told me what happened no, I believe
1: yeah. really Frank Frank has told me yes exactly no 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 right do <laughs> for the bay. but like uh, whether you care about the Jimmy Hoffa's disappearance or what happened to him is, is irrelevant the fact it's that, not though because it's
2: such a big
1: no but yeah. it's, it's it's how much Frank cares about it that's important yeah like yeah
2: but then I don't need 600 pages of conclusion and
0: after work that vlog <laughs> I can just take Frank's watch
1: <laughs> no but I think, all that stuff, I think all that stuff is relevant though because,
0: so, because have well, so that phone call well it's essentially where the line I heard you paint houses come from is when the first time you hear it is when Jimmy Hoffa and him are talking on the phone and the, he says to him, so I the I heard him is. Is. it's voted. Yeah, first yeah, yeah. 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 which means he's a hitman essentially um but I for me, I I really like sort of nonfiction books that you can kind of sink your teeth into. And I think the beginning was a little bit of a slog, but once you got to sort of his military experience, I really kind of got into it and I I don't know, it actually ended up going quicker than I thought it would. And definitely I think Charles Grant is a little, I think a little too highly in it, of himself in his involvement of this, as like an outsider, sort of like he feels like he's in it with these guys and he's one of them. And there, there's a few times I wanted him to kind of pull back and just let their story be told.
4: But it's very interesting that if you read the, what was the original text, you don't, it's only until he's written all of these afterwards yeah. and things where he starts to become the subject
0: yeah, of the story. Of
4: the story. I, I really didn't feel any interference from him outside of a reportage in the first... And what was
0: the original uh, text? He w- he went on and like repeated a lot of stuff. Like in between some of Frank's dialogues, he kind of wrote his own little synopsis, and I was like, okay, come on, let's get. Well, he
2: can say stuff like Frank um, once said to me. But yeah. You'd have, you'd have read the scene where Frank said that, so you're like, I know, because you've already.
1: I agree more with Tom, I think that all that stuff was contextualizing
2: I mean, Frank. I mean, it to hammer it in. Yeah. Then,
3: yeah. So yeah. That yeah. And like
1: the afterwards and everything that's happened since Frank's passing, and he wants to talk about now. I think Charles can only really contextualize based on his relationship with it because there is no Frank anymore. Yeah. So it's about like these current contemporary bosses calling him about the blue and them coming to him now because Charles has become this conduit for. Frank yeah. you know
0: because literally none of them there's no one else's story besides the story Charles knows uh, and we have to take that for the truth of yes. what he's been told so he's that yeah he's that conwood con- which I agree yeah
1: yeah and, and considering oh. every time Frank took the stand he cleared the fifth but this is the man who's had the most kind of contact and questioning and yeah kind of uh, relationship
0: and as well because really in all of the events you know because this is history and it's important history he was never the main character he was always just kind of floating through and a participant in the events but he wasn't you know that person on the top he was you know helping facilitate things but it wasn't and and it's not until the end that he really becomes the main character because he's the last one left but and I find that fascinating because he's like all these people are kind of rotating moving around him which I found really interesting. And I don't know, for me, I think of all the books we've read, I think it's the closest accurate adaptation, like straightforward and like cleanly done, even though there's so much left out. I mean, pretty much all the dialogue is from the book. I don't. There's a few tiny scenes, scenes that are added, but most of it. I reading it. I was like, oh, he said exactly this.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay. So I, I, I guess that that when you're dealing with essentially what is a confession book, like yeah. you don't, uh, how much and why would you want to toy with that? Like well,
3: Blacklistman.
1: Yeah, I guess, but, that, but that, they were doing like a a slightly more stylized. Take on it, you know. The, the, this like the Irishman, the Irishman* is a mobster movie, but it's about mobsters. You know, it's so, like, what, what more can you, what more would you do? do you
4: have an, an essential problem for an audience yeah. when your characters are people who base their lives on not confessing and not divulging yeah. anything and remaining quite neutral on the surface. So, any frustrations I'm having are, are probably not valid because these are, I guess he was accurately portraying these people, but it's very, it, it goes against all your ideas of wanting narrative and drama, yeah. when he, does, he, he didn't have a relationship with his daughter Peggy, yeah. she refused Ruses, to talk to him yeah. after a while, so there's only so much you can do with that relationship on screen, even though your instinct is to say, I want them to have a heart-to-heart right at the end, which of course isn't going to happen because that's not the way that it went in your life. but that becomes a problem when you have, a, it, it works better in a book than it does
0: in a film. In the Peggy character, which people have been complaining about the fact that she doesn't have a lot of lines, but I thought she played it amazingly, and they gave her more than the book really gives her. at in and that's I think the point is like the women and children—they're sheltered. They're not allowed to participate in that world. And he says in the film, "You led a really sheltered lives, and the girls were like, "Yes, we were scared of you, and we could never come to you." So they were never the story that he's telling in the film about. Jimmy Hoffa and Frank Shun, is not the story of those that family, and that's a different story of those girls growing up without him. He was never really there, and I think with Peggy, you know, she's very much playing like the consciousness of the film. Like she's the one. She appears at very yes.
4: essential junctures when she is observing him, and then as, as and never, it moves yeah. on, it becomes more and more disdainful. as her knowledge, she gains knowledge of how the world as well so I think he crystallized that scene because it's not in the book okay. I don't think where he bashes the growth no
0: I, I, I was trying to so I think, think that, that scene was trying to
4: crystallize either. everything that his other daughter divorce was, was saying at the him end him. with you know we never wanted to say anything to our dad about yeah. any anything that any, anyone had done to us because we were really afraid we knew what of how would, he happen. would go out and punish that person for doing that so yeah, I yeah. think that scene was meant to justify for us, and yeah, and I didn't mind that. Is, I
0: think that was maybe one of the handful of added scenes that I didn't that didn't bother me. I thought Not that was either. well
1: done. I always felt like there was lots of things where they were alluding to that sort of sort of thing. It just felt like they were used. They were just presenting an actual physical scene yeah. to like kind of. Yeah, that was fine. But then I was a little bit bothered
4: by the the one war scene where he had the two German soldiers dig the grave and then he
1: killed yeah. them. But is that, I
2: mean, that's in there. How like the longest period in combat.
1: combat? But days. And
2: then like think of the amount of people he would have killed in those days, and they're represented by just those two men. Yeah. yeah. That trend,
1: there are a couple. Like. There are a couple of scenes like that which. Didn't work for me. That felt much smaller than the film. Yeah, yeah, Like him chewing. Like it's a horrific scene, like the main film yeah. thing during the but it felt like such a small representation yeah. of what the war was.
2: And the whole point was that he did it so many times that it didn't become anything of a yeah, 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 to him. yeah. But when you only see him do it to two people, then yeah. it doesn't it yeah. have that impact. The,
1: because you have, you have the scene in the movie and the book where he talks about it, where he he's like, you're never told exactly what to do but you're told to take them off and be t- quick about it. He meets
0: Joe Besky's
1: character for the first time. Yeah, yeah. and he talks about it in the book and the movie yeah. and you have that scene, like, and that does enough you don't need to have this right. tiny flashback scene. Yeah. It seems like, like 20 seconds long, like yeah. it feels really like unless you want to do more with that kind of yes. flashback to the war, that yeah. felt really kind of would of oh, so you, would you liked it better if they didn't have the
0: flashback do you
1: think? yeah like either do more make more of it or don't have one very throwaway scene yes yeah. yes that just then becomes obligatory to show you this is
4: what his war experience yeah, yeah yeah I think, if, well,
2: I think well, it is 30 minutes you could do more of the, that early life because I think that's so important to the end I think like you said, like the first time he meets—is it Mary's yeah. first wife? Yeah. He is being like boxing the kangaroo, and she sees him there, and like in the film, I honestly don't even know if I would have noticed that he changed wives. <laughs> <life. laughs> like they just <laughs> keep appearing with new daughters. Does. Yeah. He like, totally
1: talks about those, He does. They talk, briefly, they do talk about it. they do But talk it's about very it. like
2: quickly glossed over. And I know he doesn't talk about it that much in the book, but I think I would have found those just those little extras a bit more satisfying.
1: But I. Again, maybe I'm playing the devil's get here and don't think this but I think I do get this. Um as important as all that stuff is to him, he talks about it later on, it's like he was never a family man, like he's got a better yeah. issue with his grandkids than yeah. his kids. Like the, like it's not important to the movie because it's not important to Frank at that point. Like it's glossed over because he's glossing over it. Like yeah. he yeah. skipped out on this first family to go and like Take Irene to this motel, but his life yeah. is Russell, is Jimmy, yeah. is the Union—that is his but there life. there
2: more of it in the book, so yeah. I think you could have given it that. Yeah,
1: yeah, but like
2: even just like, like before he even meets the mom like more establishment for yeah. him.
1: Yeah, yeah, but but you've got to remember that that's Frank talking to Charles retrospectively about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just more it.
2: interested in Frank than yeah. I am in yeah. anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. I know that's not what the film is about,
1: but, no, but I think the film is about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I think, I think,
2: and heavy. but yeah. you
1: you love Frank so much I love Frank so uh, much you, I just
2: think you, he was a good age. don't egg. want to highlight the fact that <laughs> yes that. see hundreds <laughs> or potentially thousands of people yes. he killed no I know but I think you need the background of him to understand yeah. how he got like, to that, that stage and how he thought what he was doing was the right thing you know like he never rashed on anyone like he always actually felt weirdly moral he always felt like what well, he was doing was very They
1: very about. That. I know, obviously, he people people They isn't talk good. about how the Mafia have got their own kind of, like, codes of conduct, law system, yeah. Yeah. all that kind of stuff, and, like, Frank sticks to that, yeah. essentially. Yeah.
0: Like buy the book. Yeah. Um, I love the beginning when they have the quotes from General Patton because he was in charge of the infantry that he was a part of. It became one of the most important is military leaders in the United States and yeah. so what he did to these soldiers. Who and it is important as well because all these men are coming out of this really traumatic war and they've all seen so much bloodshed and there's no support from the government. Um, there's no like VA at this time in the United States really. So they're all struggling and are suffering pretty horrible mental illness or PTSD. And of course they kind of, you know, be restless, they're ending up in sort of these Horrible jobs and falling in with these individuals, and the mob is giving them that structure and support and that they need to kind yeah. of get over this trauma. So you have a lot of probably veterans who were in yeah, yeah. In a way, of.
4: found the perfect career for himself, yeah. so, given yeah. what, what the war, yeah. the has cost him and what he was able to do because of the war.
0: What do they expect oh, you? They turn you to a killing machine, and then you're supposed to come home and what? Take a job at the bank? I needed driving. What was the name of the company? The food? Food Fair. Food Fair, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, And just forget about all of the people you've murdered and cold blood. (laughs) Lead a normal
4: life. He he posited a world where everybody was doing something similar. There there were a lot of schemes. People were just trying to take what they
1: could get. Everyone was just trying to figure it out. You know?
0: I think most, like in Europe and the United States, society was broken after World War II. It took a long time, I think, for people to recover. Still, I oh,
4: it's not No, but it's like any great political system that comes into play that, despite what happens to it and well, in the execution of it, oftentimes the conception is pure. And I think Jimmy Hoffa And as he said In the book No matter what You think of Jimmy Hoffa And what he did Or became To get done What he wanted to do He really believed In the common man And he really wanted To give The common man uh, A good life
0: And I think you can say That what he did No matter the bad also Had so much good That came out of it
3: For workers
0: you know, no matter what, even though, and I think society moves forward in times of crisis like this. And some there is always extreme bloodshed before there is progress, for better or worse. So you have those, you know, unions and worker safety would not exist without him. As well, you know, talking about the millions that they loaned out um, from the Teamsters essentially helped build cities. You know. And he would only lend yeah. things yeah. that he really believed would be money yeah. because he wanted to be able to give everyone their pensions and like yeah. actually look the them- after people. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't about, and they, he talks about, you know, in Freakshian says, you know, for, you know, he took a lot less than anyone else was as his cut and kind of lived in relative modesty in comparison to a lot of other people who were much greedier for the work he was doing.
4: Over the course of years, like everything else, it forces and it just really becomes run by people who are only interested in consolidating private power and private wealth. Yes. Like well, any system.
0: Well, you saw the. Degrades. the He goes through at one point, I, I don't have it in here to remember, but he goes through the tr- very tragic deaths of all the people who took over after um, Fitzsimmons, the. The second guy, yeah. they all like died horribly or went to prison. Yeah, they're yeah. all greedy, they didn't <laughs> care about.
4: I mean, people like Russ also represented an old style mm-hmm. doing business. Yes, of course, their business was engaged in killing people,
3: yeah,
4: and yeah. people. But there were still codes.
3: There was
2: this, like, moralistic and nature to it, yes, I think. Yeah. I know they were killing people, I know that's not okay, but I just think they
0: had standards. But they, they, they weren't old. killing random <laughs> people. Yeah, they, they felt were, they were doing... They had to get approval for every time there was someone that needed to be taken yeah. care of.
1: Didn't always you know? work, did it? Poor Sally Bugs?
0: Was, uh, Sally Bugs.
2: He told
1: someone he was going to see the FBI, and no one told well, anyone well, else, yeah, so he got yeah, off. That
2: was a bad hit. Yeah. It
1: was a bad hit, yeah. As <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, it's> your, <laughs> your best mate Frank said,
2: yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Um <laughs> <laughs> Forgot to tell us something along the way. You know, look at you know that
0: whole scene with Joey Gallo as well. Oh, crazy Joe!
1: Crazy no. Joe, clam things. Yeah, the right one. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. <laughs> you look poised, but yeah, <laughs>
1: you're ready to say something. No, I didn't think
0: so. Did you like that scene, the Crazy Joe? I thought it was really clever I, I mean you didn't, you didn't like the film. I really Still wasn't I, I, I really loved the film. I thought it was really good. And I thought I thought that scene was so cleverly, tightly shot, like the bit when he's talking about the guns and kind of going back and forth and deciding which ones he's gonna take. And then the the tightness of the shot of him discussing, like, yeah. sometimes, it, which is line for line from the book, when he talks about sometimes you go to the toilet and you wait there so you're not followed, yeah. but in this case, because it's too small of a place, I have to go straight in and how he keeps his back to the group as he's walking in, and just, like, two shots fired, walks out, jumps in the cab, done. You know, there's sort of this efficiency to him, you know, it's never in, sort of, excess violence, you know, you get the job done, there's no sort of anger to it, it's just yeah. I'm following orders and I'm
1: done and could have conduct never kill the bodyguard unless yeah. you have to. Yeah.
0: I also feel like he doesn't I think it's
2: because he doesn't do it from a place of joy. Like he doesn't take any pleasure in killing somebody. He does yeah. it because that's the only job he's ever known. And he knows he's good at it. He always says that like even when he kills Jimmy, which I believe, I think that is the true story. He's like, My friend didn't suffer, he knows how to do it, so it's clean and quick and yeah. you know, that's like I'm not say it, I know.
1: It's there, there was a there was a moment we were watching it and Jimmy saw Frank in the back of that car and looked happy to see his yeah.
2: friend even <laughs> you
1: knew Frank was doing a bit of a slight deal there yeah. wasn't
2: he <laughs> yes but otherwise it's either
0: Jimmy dies or Jimmy and Frank die yeah and I'm glad that Frank chose him. and also I think Russell knew that it would be better for Frank to kill him because it would be sort of like a you know mercy killing he wouldn't oh, and it? Frank tried yeah. to tell Jimmy he was yeah. like
2: look they've told me this is essentially going to happen. Yeah. Just enjoy your retirement. Enjoy your grandkids. Like, yeah. go, like you know. And they both and he just. Tried- what, they tried so many times to tell him and he wouldn't listen. So he might not have known that Frank was going to do it, but he knew it was going to happen. The yeah. He had a death
0: wish, yeah. you know.
4: Is that why he got in the car? Because Frank was there.
0: Right.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Like in the back seat. which was a very strange position for I, yeah. I feel
2: yeah. like in the book, wasn't it the other way around?
1: No. He was in he's the a well that's he would the never have its, yeah. it was he always wanted the shape of the. the show they, they talk yeah. about the three reasons why he'd get in the car is that uh, Chuck's driving it. Yeah. So like, this is like his adopted son. Uh, Frank, who he thinks is like his most loyal protector, and like he's the one he wanted there when he was meeting Tony Pro alone, and then when they say we'll go into the house to meet him, my friends? Because he doesn't like me even in public, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And, like, he, he thinks Russ is there as a mediator, so nothing's going to happen whilst he's there. Frank's there, so he does go down. He's got, like, he's, like, always protector. And plus, he's been picked up by his son.
0: Yeah. Well, I always felt continually Jimmy made the mistake of thinking Frank working for him was the number one not Russell Russell was still number one even when he was working for the union. Frank was never in charge and I think Jimmy always took that because he was so senior he felt like he would always have his back his back yeah but he wasn't he was in control of that it wasn't his he choice. always forgot that he was mob first he was never union first he would always
1: yeah. uh, orders. I don't think it I don't think it's that I think it's he was he always knew who brought him in. Like I think, I think Jimmy was the one he liked the most, and he wanted to be a union
4: man. These people are all adults. One message for them, and they will find their way. Just
0: five minutes, and then you
4: know, yes, yeah, you know. And then now yeah. we don't need an arm and a minute. Let's okay. See what happens.
0: Keep my finger poised. Uh,
1: didn't want to be in the mob, I don't think. He wanted to be an international organizer for the union. The oh union yes, he was, talked about that yeah, constantly. The, the union life. was what he wanted. But he wouldn't have even had a union position. He wouldn't have met Jimmy Hoffa. He wouldn't have had any of it without Russ. Yes. Russ is the one who brought him in.
0: Yeah. He would always have to go back to Russ, no matter what. Yeah,
1: and he knew that, and Jimmy didn't.
3: Yeah. Mm. And
1: that was that was the only yeah, problem. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. 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 Frank, Frank never thought he was bigger than anyone else, yeah. but Jimmy thought he was big. Yeah. And I, there was no explaining that away. There's no talking him down. But he was... I think that's what... I think that's what... Frank could never get over, the fact that he couldn't save his friend. Like, I know he was the one who killed him, but like...
3: Because if he he had, if
1: Frank, Frank could have said no to killing him, but Jimmy was gonna die, yeah. Frank couldn't save him. That would have also died. Yeah, yeah. Like, there was nothing Frank could do to save him. And I that look, was the thing.
0: That scene where they're in the restaurant and um, Russ is making the salad. Yeah. And De Niro's just like looking at him, and he knows he can't, like, say no to him. But you can see in his face that, like, yeah. pain. And, 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 and he sees... Russ sees it, so he says to him, like, if I could, and he knows that, like, just that look at that... Say
1: um... Oh, I can't what I was going to say.
0: But it's just that yeah, he, he knows he can never refuse or say no to Russ, because he's he's the one who saved him he would be dead he would have no
1: life without him but you see the pain it's the ultimate test what like like, 12 hours like a night for uh, Frank he gets told that this is happening by Russ Russ says Jimmy's been taken out Frank goes to bed he comes down in the morning and then he's told you're doing it like
2: and you've got to fly there go do it come back go to a wedding and then just deal with
1: it. Yeah. yeah. And we'll pick up our wives and go, it's Yeah, gone, yeah. Three or hours or three. But, but yeah. that's how they've got an alibi. Right, yeah. So no one would never believe they would have been there and back in the time but and they I got think their Russell, wives' alibi.
0: Russell knows that to save Frank, he has to do it in this sort of very cold oh, efficient yeah. way. Right, because Frank
1: otherwise, knows that it's the only way to save him. But to be directly involved is the only way to save He was
0: told that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Must yeah. Send that to him. That it's you, me, or him.
1: They talk about it in the book as well. Like, yeah. That's why there's so many of them involved. Because everyone's got a job. Because yeah. if, if one of you does everything, you're going to be taken out as well. Because you're there, you're then the only person who hasn't organised this. You yeah. we we only know how much was supposed is to. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Exactly.
0: Well, well it's like um, the fact that his. Foster's son is the driver, but he never knows what's happening on the other side. Yeah,
1: once yeah. He's and like, the FBI even gets chucked him. on like some terrible like driving violation for for ten months because they he's on their list of people who are potentially involved in Jimmy Hopper's disappearance.
0: Yeah. So. But he doesn't actually. He's just like one puzzle, of many, a piece of many. But he doesn't actually know what happened.
1: Well, I just posed the question. Oh, yes. Did either oh. of our American, oh, yes. Americans um, know much about this
3: going on? I, I
0: know a little bit about the teamsters and, like, the unions in Chicago and the hiring of the mafia to, like, you know, try to break up the unions and sort of the vague idea of that. And I think I knew, actually, more about Crazy Joe's Murder because I think there's been a few films where they've talked about that. Hmm. Uh but I don't think I would have been able to say I knew book we know or Frank Sheeran or...
4: Well, for me, the two revelations were... Uh, I knew about Jimmy Hoffa that to the extent that any school kid in yeah. America would have okay. heard his name... I don't think they taught me at all about that. Um... But it is a revelation because I thought that his murder had never been solved, and then this comes along, Mm -hmm. and it must must be, especially for the FBI and the CIA, mind blowing that this man has essentially confessed to killing him. And then, even more revelatory for us, is the fact that was the mob really involved in JFK's
0: Oh, the Dallas, Dallas Dallas, -hmm.
3: Dallas, yeah
4: that the one thing that still remains a mystery that That not even the few people who are left alive will even speak about it because can you imagine if they actually did Reveal that that is what happened, yeah. and with the mob, that so the mob was at that point in in American history,
1: strong enough mm-hmm. and powerful mm-hmm. enough. But when 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 you they, they talk about room? the kind of economic power behind them, how much money that one got,
0: billion that they had and at that time—that is place. amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah So there's one billion in the teachers' fund. I think in the film they say like six billion or something. So it's slightly exaggerating, but still at that period. Yeah, crazy. but it showed you the
4: influence of the. The mafia at that time, if they were well, involved they the Kennedy, in the entertainment though. industry in Hollywood, they were involved yeah, in the like labor.
0: I didn't know about movements. the fact that they won Illinois they in
1: for government. They were the, the mob was so powerful yeah. that the government would go into them to help no. them overthrow yes, in the, in the Bay, the, no, They, they were the ones who orchestrated
0: <laughs> Bay of Pigs, but then Kennedy fucked it up because he didn't have the
1: export. Uh, yeah,
0: come, yeah. On. come on,
3: Kennedy.
4: <laughs> but can you imagine? if the Kennedy administration had been in place now with the media where it is,
3: yeah. how
4: differently we would think of JFK because of everything think. that would be revealed about that we his know, behavior yeah. and yes. his involvements and things. I think it would, it would be absolutely And about Austrian. his
0: father's ties with the mob, which they talk about that his father was very close with the mob and they were trying to yes. use him to influence sure. Kennedy. And that,
4: and that the mob... Ultimately, was angry yeah. in how they turned on them mm-hmm. because Kennedy was supposed to
0: get them uh, get Castro out so they could get back to the casinos in Cuba. I mean, all the, and well, Frank it's, talks it's, about it's crazy. this one scene, which kind of I don't know if they did it in the film. It was a great scene where I don't know if it was Russell and there was another guy in a hotel room discussing who to get into power as president before Kennedy wins, debating whether or not they should back get Kennedy or Nixon in power. It's just like they could decide who won.
4: This is another thing that I don't think the film really did clearly. It it didn't bring alive to me the environment of each city. I didn't know where no, they were at yeah, the time. I, I, and then I, and here I'm reached. They were in Florida. They were in Chicago. Chicago. Detroit. They were in New York, Detroit. Detroit but yeah. on screen, I couldn't see any distinction between I can't believe they are at the Pink Palace, yeah. In this, which is this really famous apartment building yeah. on the lakefront in Chicago. It's called they Edgewater Hotel. Yeah. They could Hotel, have used that. To... But we all refer to it yeah, as the Pink, Pink. Palace. I oh,
0: and then at one point he Pink goes Palace. to San Francisco. So cool. And, I mean, yeah, he the but
4: constantly. I never, I never got the sense when they were in Chicago, as opposed to when they were in New York, New York yeah. in, unless they told me.
0: Or in Philadelphia. Well. In Philadelphia so it's it's like, yeah. I
4: didn't. I'm not getting the sense of each of these cities with all this money you have to spend <laughs> yeah. in this budget.
1: I bet. Should, they were, they were blowing up uh, <laughs> taxis in Tax.
3: <and> <laughs> <and 40s. So laughs>
1: that didn't that happen in Chicago? That
0: was in, when he went to Chicago with yeah, the yeah, taxis. Yeah, when
4: he went to Chicago. I love the fact that he they were talking about it in the book. Again, I didn't get the sense in the film because I think they just mentioned it, but they, we didn't see it. Was that there were a lot of lesbian cab drivers? They
1: do mention it. Yeah, in the movie. they do. They that do. Time, That's yeah. the thing.
0: Like you kind of forget what's the book and what's the film or what's both. That's the the only problem is like I'm filling in the blanks when I'm watching the movie, but I'm also forgetting whether or not something's only in the film or in the
3: book. Mm. Sometimes.
1: i I found like most of the reviews I've read for the movie yeah. have been like very positive. Yeah. Um, and it's really interesting seeing what they've taken away from it, and a lot of like it's hard to know whether they have read the book or know much of the context. But like, I think the, my reading of the film is so radically impacted by having read the <coughs> well. book yeah. and the kind of contextualisation. That's I
2: can't separate the two. Yeah, like I, I don't, mean. I don't know what it would have been like to watch yeah, the yeah.
1: film. Yeah, yeah. But I think this is the hardest one to separate for me because. Because this book was actually giving me the grounding. Like all the books have told me the story, but this was actually like giving me context and historical reference and like filling in blanks and
0: literally every fact possible. Yeah, <laughs> take out anything.
4: Yeah, it wasn't like a prayer before dawn that took the book and then threw it into a really expressive realm, yeah. one very one aspect of it, yeah. and made a whole expressive film. Because this the way this film was presented was quite it
0: was very straightforward
4: straightforward and literal I guess yeah there wasn't a lot of Style is there
0: is I mean, there are certain shots and scenes and how he kind of laid it out that I think was. Oh, in, is great. But like, yeah.
1: It's not like. Um,
0: like Wes Anderson, you know. Yeah, exactly. Doing,
1: it's yeah. not like overstylized yeah. or anything like Which that. Which
0: I think works. It, it should be very like soft, cold, and kind of clean and clinical almost. I think this film because of the way the mob moved.
4: unfortunately for me, all of the the style that it did have was really distracting. but like here's a really beautiful tracking shot. Yes. Yeah. Here's a really interesting oh, cross-cutting those. between several different conversations, all mm, edited as yeah. one, but I was too aware of it. So obviously, that meant I wasn't engaged in what was happening on screen, that I was noticing. noticing. It was very, It is very sad when he's, uh, the, the nurse is administering his medication at the end, and he's trying to mention Jimmy Rafi you know, for yeah. him, who still is this notorious historic figure, and he said there's this total of, of, of Frank's life, like, Jimmy Hoffa is this big idol. Well, I think that's... And everything passes, doesn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Well, I think that's Scorsese's joke to the audience, that this was such a big deal, and this is so much Frank's life, and he has to, like, see, he's lying in the bed he's made, and he's like, but none of you know who this is. <laughs> at the end of the day, most of the audience is not going to have known who Jimmy Hoffa was before they saw the film. So he's like, oh, what does it matter then? And you're just like, I'm just a sad old man now. And I, I think that he's... I think Scorsese is aware to sort of extend that by making that nobody's coming
4: known. to visit him.
0: I mean, in the book, it's a little bit different. I don't... I think he probably is definitely dealing with some issues, but I don't think his family's abandoned him to the extent of the film. He get like he still gets news about his other daughters like one of them has a baby well, and he obviously takes that with his grandchildren he mentions Yeah that in yeah the book.
2: and even the author and his wife go and see him but like, the each time they take their son like he's he has got he's not like completely alone in the world which i think the film kind of leaves him in that sense
0: Well the, but, there is yeah, a scene in the book that they're leaving it I think it the highlight of like, oh, Yeah, yes yeah.
1: He's completely alone in the sense that like his chosen family, like yeah. this mob yeah. life, yeah. the union guys, they're all gone. He's yeah. the only one at that time. There's of people around
2: him and no one cares about that life. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's still
2: That's all he cares
1: about. Yeah. It's not all he cares about, it's all he's it's all he's known.
3: Yeah. But it's hard for him yeah. to like
1: engage with someone on like a level it's not that because everyone he spent his entire adult life engaging with was on those levels. I do
2: wish Peggy would have just spoken to him. Once. <laughs> <laughs> just been like, it's alright, Dad. Uh, At the bank. Oh, when he was in the queue on his little crutches. Well, it
1: wasn't yeah. right, that oh. was it. It wasn't
3: alright. Oh,
0: but it, like, I don't know. I'm th- I just weight of the, what you've done. And I think you're, as an audience, you're supposed to feel like no one's going to forgive you for this. This is not how it works. If you made that choice you have to deal with it.
3: I'm Yeah, <laughs> forgive him. One scene created
4: for the film that actually really worked for me to give you a sense of what Ultimately, the legacy of this lifestyle is for the people who aren't directly involved, meaning the wives.
2: Yeah. It is when,
4: when we see that series of sequences going on where cars are getting bombed as warnings. Oh like yes. And then yes. when the wife is oh, dismissed that is a from her scene. job and gets in her car. That's really good. You just you get this incredible sense of what it's That's like, really the really mentality good. and the sensibility of being a wife in the school. Going, every time I into my car, Yeah. I'm going to have to worry about whether or not, once I turn the admission, I'm going to blow up or not.
2: The and, a,
4: and it was a, it was really well done, that I scene. I thought
2: about it until you mentioned it yeah. though, which means perhaps it wasn't as impactful as it should have been. But yeah, as soon as you said it, I was like, oh, that moment. It yeah. was
4: really... And, and it, it took... That was one, one moment in the film that Milky I think wiped. took its
3: time. Mm-hmm.
4: Where, I'm, where I was aware of all these other things hurtling through. It was, we, were, we spent... Probably thirty seconds in but that car with know, her, like but nice it nice so lingering pause,
0: and you let it lets it sink in.
4: Yeah, but especially the light. since what's been going on recently with all of the caribou, yeah. when is it going to come upon yeah. me yeah. as the wife of of Frank the It was a, it was a really really good scene. I,
0: and I thought she did. I thought she played her role really well throughout. Even though the women obviously aren't. This is not their story so it's very hard to get a lot from them, but I thought she was able to kind of really convey the relationship between her and Jimmy.
1: What well, was talking about the actors, yeah. we talked about this briefly off mic while we waiting for Ellie to come back. Oh, yes. Um,
3: off,
1: off mic, <laughs> yeah, <sorry. laughs> um, uh, I said well, their performances are really great, but the whole way through, I I couldn't, I felt really hard to think, I'm watching Jimmy Hoffa, I'm watching Frank Sheeran. I kept thinking, I'm watching Al Pacino, I'm watching Robert De Niro. Every scene they're in, all I can see is these yeah. actors. And nope. their
4: bodies are not suggesting to us youth. Yeah, Along with they de the oh, their
1: faces. See, I didn't
2: get that, but this is because I'm just like shit at film. So, no, like, I don't know. Get... No, 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 okay. no. Don't think different that. that's cinematic that's knowledge.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, if, we, if you ask. I don't
0: research. think I had as strong a reaction <laughs> as you did. I
1: think more. it's because I've seen I've seen previous movies with both of them playing these kind of tough, yeah. some, tough guy roles. Whereas I, I imagine you haven't seen as many, like, De Niro yeah. movies or Pacino movies where they're doing this kind of mobster. To me,
2: he is. Yeah. yeah, that's why I was so yeah. attached to Frank because yeah. I, I had no it, distraction
1: I found that other actors who I was less familiar with much easier yeah, to kind to of engage them, with yeah. but that's why like uh, Sally Bugs stays with me because I'm not familiar you with the actor great. do and you think like,
2: he played it well even though you have you this moment I
1: think of... they were good perfo- they're, they're good performances but like every scene like there's, in every scene there's a moment where I go that's like a Pacino thing oh I love like Raymond Ma- Ma- yeah. but I mean oh
0: but it's Raymond It's everyone loves that was the only one actually
2: yeah I I, I didn't find it that distracting but I think again different
1: yeah well there's a moment where uh, uh, Pacino as Jimmy Hoffa is like screaming at his lawyers and it's like, the, the, and I just thought of every other scene I've seen, <laughs> Al just like doing a scream at someone. Oh, yeah. And this one felt like the biggest and most, because every time he's trying to up himself and be more loud and bombastic, the, the last scene he's done, which was
3: like this. I
0: think I just like ended up like, you got to accept like a bit of, you know, distance, like, they're, they're acting, it's like, it is them. But I just have to accept that those are they're playing those characters, mm. and let myself kind of try and get invested in it. And I, by the end of it, I was sort of whatever, and I, I felt emotionally invested in Frank's character enough, and everyone was dead
1: by then. Well, I, anyway. think the, I think the, the, the problem we discussed was this whole like de aging. Oh yes, we like,
0: okay, we talk about the, the
1: the thing that got the digital when we got operations. to the last like 25, 30 minutes of it, and De Niro's playing Frank in this really vulnerable state. That was the most believable I found it. Was like, I don't know Nero, he's an older man Like yeah. that was the most believable part mm. that he played for me because it felt like he was embodying this I feel like physically
2: maybe I'm really too much into Frank I feel like Frank was always an old soul he, he was,
1: yeah, he, but, was like, he, he didn't he have like, the brittle bones was, of an old man he probably man. did I
2: really <laughs> feel like, like he'd been through so much at I mean. such a young age I feel like he would have felt
0: <laughs> he would literally started getting beat up at the age of yeah. 7 he probably did have brittle exactly. bones <laughs> <laughs> from being like, By the time knocked like out, 16 he probably lived in here Time's not been and kind time to Frank. I mean, I, I looked at a picture of him. He was definitely not a pretty mug.
1: Yeah. I mean, the De Niro was 76. Yeah. yeah.
0: I think he pretty did a good job moving around. But, no, I thought the bits for the de-aging... I eventually kind of just had to get over it. But, like, when he, the bit when I said before, when he's in the military... And he's like a trucker at the beginning. I was a little bit like, he's supposed to be. We we said we think he's like in his mid-thirties at this point. That is a hag. I mean, at that time, obviously, people probably age a little more aggressively than they do now. Uh, they, didn't they didn't have skin. Cap on they didn't now. have moisturizer. They didn't wear a mask, you know? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Especially if we're working outside a yeah.
1: lot. <laughs> So Tom and Laura discussed this, but the ageing for the faces, like, worked okay. Yeah, no. Like that was yeah, kind of beautiful it. But it's the, it's the way they embody these characters. Like they're their bodies are still 70 years no. old. I just feel like, like that's
2: how more men move, no. You know, <laughs> the old man shuffle.
1: But it's interesting. Like if you if you'd seen <laughs> Good Feathers or The Godfather, <laughs> which both of these fucking actors are in, no. like. <laughs> See, I honestly feel, feel like having watched so many
2: films is just ruining the new ones. know you come in as a blank no.
0: slate, yeah. and then you start.
1: Scorsese. Oh, just get a list of modern no, I mean, It is people.
0: literally all, like, the 60-plus-year-old who won Oscars, who he's, like, brought out of retirement. <laughs> like, hey, my old guard of, you know, middle-aged, well, but elderly in, white in, men. Do you know the, the more distracting if they hire the
2: younger actor to play young ex and then an older one no, to play? No, but uh,
1: hire, hire, like, an actor who looks like he's fucking 35 but is actually 50. Yeah. But age him <laughs> up. Yeah. I mean especially when you're doing it with you're aging up other loads of other younger actors as well yeah, and yeah. when you're aging them up they still look younger than none De Niro the, does it when he's meant to be youngest
0: none of the wives ate, they, yeah, could, they couldn't age them enough they all looked like they were in their 40s when they should have been in their 60s Yeah, and I don't think plastic surgery was up to par with <laughs> what it is now yeah. That, yeah. that it could That's have been really done it's really tricky that.
1: when you're covering such a vast span but of but look
0: at Anna Paquin they aged her I mean, They couldn't use a child, obviously, but. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's a tricky thing. But you see, like a film like Moonlight, where they were able to take different actors to play a character who didn't necessarily look alike. Yeah. But if you can embody a role, you shouldn't need to look exactly like someone.
1: I know the movie is long. Yeah. Um, but I think when you are covering such a vast span of time, doing, doing this as like a longer TV series works best. If, if you give the characters longer in each mm-hmm. stage, I think it's easier to acclimatise with them. But when you're seeing Frank Sheeran, like, when he's like 30, 40, 50, 60, in the span of like 20 minutes, it's really noticeable seeing those changes yeah. and how, like, that hasn't worked. If you're giving a bit longer with it,
2: there's the thing with this there's so many characters. Yeah. Like you could you couldn't have different actors playing them all because you just yeah. would have no fucking idea who's who. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. But,
1: but like uh, is is it, the guy fucking everyone has Raymond. Like
0: <laughs> Oh Bill Buffalino, yeah. the cousin of yeah,
1: the uh, of Russell. Russell. The, the, the lawyer. Like he's the one who like they radically change the most. Like he looks young when they introduce him, and then he when they show age, him at yeah. the, his, uh, his daughter's wedding, he looks like an old man. Like that, that and, really works.
0: And as well, they're not doing any real close-ups to his face, so you kind of. It, I think that was, and I think Joe Pesci's character as well. I think they. Yeah, uh, yeah. Wrestle,
1: he brings think, a lot of physicality yeah, to yeah. that. Like when, like when Tom said earlier, when you see him in the prison and he's got the shakes, and he, he, uh, he, 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 he he's not yeah. the biggest and tallest of man yeah, anyway. Yeah. But when he when he's young Russell in like a suit he's like got this presence. I think. He's, but then he like feels even yeah. smaller and like, like fragile. Yeah.
0: I do think he did the best job of like allowing his body and sort of his appearance, age, and was yeah. believable. And I was never. I don't think I was ever pulled out for him no. from the beginning because it's like Joe Pesci's always looked like an old guy. Yeah, yeah. Like he's never been. Yeah. Face. Yes. And he. Was, I don't know if you know, but so he was came out of retirement to do this film. Like he hasn't really done a film in the last fifteen
1: years. Which I'm saying because I thought he was tremendous.
0: Yeah, I and think he's quite
1: he's quite
4: lean.
3: Yeah.
4: So I mean, I think it's easier to suggest a, a
1: more useful yeah,
3: mm.
1: true, sense. And I guess they they didn't publicly they didn't none of none of Russell's scenes required much physicality until yeah, yeah. the end That's when exactly his physicality that. is about how frail he is. Yeah. Yeah. Until then, he's in meetings or like drinking wine or, or you know, like behind the table. Behind the table, right. yeah. But like Jimmy Hoffey, he's giving these big emotional speeches yeah. of like getting angry with people, like stomping around, and obviously doing these kind of like hit jobs and like driving and lots more kind of physical stuff. So I think those things do stand out for him.
3: But
4: you, you do get the sense that for people like Russ, when me off of his release from prison he's, he's really hot to get back into his position that he has had for 13 years 14 years that he is a disruptive force then yeah yep. and he's always been a hot-headed person and a very driven person but that was going to necessarily disrupt the structure that has gone in place since
0: he's left. so of course
4: you can full well see why Ross needs to have him. Mm -hmm. dispatch because he gives he gives Frank those you know the opportunities to go out convince him not to take that position again or convince him to wait a few years to get back to the position not to try to bomb hard himself himself into it overnight (laughs) all of which Frank does but it's not going to help he's determined
0: yeah I don't think any of us blame them for what they did to me. Oh, I don't
1: remember if the movie touches on this at all or much or, or much but um the book goes into lots of detail and it becomes like a big point when jimmy hoffler gets released it's on a presidential pardon from oh, yes. nixon but like a caveat to that is
3: he
0: can't run for he
1: can't run for union they president touch
0: on that at all, do they?
1: yeah yeah and i wonder i wonder how much of that goes into this driving force behind jimmy running in the way he does if he came out of prison and could just run normally yeah. would he have gone after the mob and the kind of way that uh, Fitzsimmons True. was was running it I wonder how much that kind of plays into it. Because like the movie really does show it as Jimmy coming out with this kind of almost like vengeful force to kind of take back his union like it's my union Which my union mean, is like his big thing but i think a lot of it does come from that kind of nixon
0: Telling
2: him he can't do it. well like he can run but not till 1980 yeah he's bad. yeah, bad. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Way. and then the, the whole thinking behind that is that lots of jimmy's loyal followers are going to like die or retire from the union and he won't have this strong force behind him to put him in place and that's why jimmy wants to run earlier um, and I
0: think also because Tony Pro and Fitz are just completely fucking over what is the union and essentially bleeding them dry. And I think also, and he feels hurt by this. No one sort of he's lost that loyalty, that respect, that command. Yeah. And I don't think he, you know he's not. He's still like young enough that he he's not. It's not going to just like roll over. He's not that personality, so I can understand why he feels abandoned by the people he he put those people in those positions, and they're like, forgot, we're forgetting about you. You don't matter anymore.
4: I I was quite surprised at how effective Robert Kennedy, being the
3: Attorney General, yeah.
4: Actually, was ultimately, although there were certain small things that he lost. Ultimately, he put into place the structure that was going to eventually dismantle and cripple
3: the
4: the mob's power for the rest for the ensuing years. And you know, even it's people have come since then and added even more to it it, effectively makes them
3: obsolete. Obsolete.
0: Yeah. You can't have that sort of organized crime to that mass and that thing. You can still have like gangs and, yeah, and dealers and smuggling but so it's obsolete. not... I don't know. It's not the level of influence and control slightly shifted. Yeah. I mean, you know, we could be idiots, and it could be all run by mobs, and they're just clever now. But
1: you know. yeah, yeah. But they. It wasn't until Bobby Kennedy pushed through the no. laws that only came after him, really, with Congress. When you get these kind of laws in place, like, uh, like RICO trials and stuff, yeah. where you can. Can actually dismantle a whole organisation by convicting one person, yeah. connecting to another. You're making organised crime illegal, yeah. rather than actual broad term of it, essentially, like, the organization of committing illegal acts becomes more illegal than just committing an act.
0: And it's great, in the book, they break down that the FBI knows it's not just about getting the one person who shot Jimmy Hoffa. They need to break down the organization and the structure, so they know they can't get the person on killing him, so they find other crimes, like, uh, with, uh... The foster son for, like, you know, yeah, the they car. get Tony
1: Pro for extortion. So, it, the, you stuff. know,
0: it's pulling the threads <laughs> apart, and that's how you disassemble, not just sending one guy who shot one person into yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Obviously, uh, Jimmy family are like completely and understandably not happy with that as well. Like yeah. Any form of justice, they don't want the suspects to go to prison for extortion, they want someone to. Be found guilty of killing or kidnapping or whatever happened to Jimmy Hopper. They, they That's yeah. what they want. Um, and it's not until this that you really get any kind of conclusion with the confessions.
3: My
2: dream ending to it is that Jimmy Hopper's actually still alive and Frank just smuggled
3: him. Oh yes, he smuggled out the back door.
1: The moment in the film when they're pulling into the uh, the driveway of the house and yeah. Jimmy and Frank are down at the back, and I could see her cos worrying. And even though she knew it wasn't going to happen, she no, thought he- Frank was going to grot Sally Bugs, <laughs> knock out Chuck, <laughs> throw both out of the car and drive off with Jimmy. And am just saying... <laughs> like Falmer and Louise holding hands.
2: That Frank could have been saying all this stuff to cover for yeah, the fact that Jimmy is actually safe and well in like well he's probably he's dead
4: by now but yeah <laughs> <Death>. <laughs> very dead probably he died of ice all day
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. well because otherwise I just don't get why it's like the disappearance like we know yeah. exactly what happened He told
1: us the yeah. problem is though like like yeah it all seems believable and lots of people including the FBI and government and there's commands, of
2: like evidence that adds
1: up right yeah yeah, yeah 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 the conclusion goes into details about that but like there's still no hard evidence you've got a confession
2: what, you
1: DNA in the bit I've just read yeah you've got
2: like a hair blood fiber or
1: whatever a hair fiber found in the car yeah. and blood that matches a male it can't be proved that it's Jimmy Hoffman's blood so like,
2: say like word for it.
1: Charles says like if, if he had all that evidence at the time he would have taken it to court and could yeah, have got yeah. a conviction True. based True. Based, True. based on True. that obviously the confession um, but like that's all it that is now it's a dead man's confession yeah. like so it still is a disappearance there's no body there's no evidence yeah. there's nothing I don't know what it's else that that would have haunted him so much the in the part of his year. Right.
0: but he didn't so say no, so I, mean, I don't think he believed that he did do much,
1: it yeah. I'm just saying like, yeah, yeah, in my yeah, heart so, hearts, so what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. would love to believe yeah. that was
2: what happened and and I'm I, not saying
0: that is my theory because I'm pretty sure he is just telling the truth but and that be nice I do like that line at the end well at the end when he's talking to the priest he's like I don't really feel anything and when the priest says you can be sorry instead of feeling sorry really? yeah for what you did because he he's like because he knows he's literally been bred from a child not to feel pain or guilt actions and just follow commands and even you know that's not going to change when he's a nine year old man he, he can know that they're wrong and be sorry that he made those actions but, but was, you
4: know. yeah but again that's I understand that statement better from the reading of the book yeah. than I do of anything that was shown to me in the film because you have to know where from where he's come
3: yeah. to
4: understand that line by the time that he utters it in the film. All I've seen is him be a crunched person who got the job done.
0: So what would you replace, kind of What of- taking a bit more of his upbringing and childhood, what in the film would you have taken out and put that back in? We're not going to have a four-hour film. So if you could shift things around, what scene would you pull from the book? I'm going to be controversial. Yeah.
2: I'd make it longer, just make it a proper TV series. No, I, I, I think it should like, have been. I think yeah. I, would, I would give an episode to that. I would give an episode to that. to bring himself down to television. Well, I would do that. <laughs> yeah.
4: I would do that then, not only to get more of his backstory, yeah. but yeah. then to relax enough so we'll, all of the other you know, peripheral characters would have come into better focus. Yeah. It would have been had more to do. So they, so they suddenly, are, I know them, yeah. Yeah. rather than just being a swirl of background characters. What did you think of the device of? It was a little bit too cute for me. Of we oh, see a character no, yes, and then he so gave us the, the a little, little death explanation death. of where, you know, where no, this person is. I friend. needed uh,
0: it. Down. I did. I, I needed to. Was yeah. Like it was like a, like a name tag. Yeah.
4: But then again, too, if with proper time, mm, we wouldn't I, have
0: needed yeah. that. I don't know, I still needed, like, in the book, I was glad he's repeating some of the characters' yes, names. Um, I
1: I could have kind of done without, it, to be honest, until we got to the bit where uh, Tony Jackson introduced, and it says he died of natural causes, everyone likes him, he died in 2003. And I was like,
3: yeah, <laughs> you go Tony, <Chatea>, nice. <laughs> nice Tony. Um, but yeah, I could
1: have kind of... Without would you,
2: do you think you could have kept up with who everyone was imagine you're coming to it with no context of the book
1: yeah but the, the problem was it would, even if I hadn't read the book yeah. those pop-ups I wouldn't have remembered them anyway. Yeah, true. Do you true. know what I mean? Like, I remember Sally Buck because of the book, not because yeah. it popped up until now. even shot. Even in
2: the book, I was still, by the very end, they'd mention someone. And I'd have to, you know, like in Kindle, you can highlight it and it yeah. tells you, like, the first mention of them in the book. Yeah. I had to do that for yeah. basically every name. I was like, have I met them before? Or have they just got a similar name to someone else? Yeah. So yeah. many Tony's. <laughs> yeah, but not just that, like, just so many surnames or, like, people yeah. with nicknames that then became another yeah. version of well,
1: them. the we were dealing with, like, lots of families as well. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Like, yeah. So senior and junior yeah. or. And also sometimes You did just meet someone And they're never mentioned again yeah, yeah. So you don't know Who's important And who yeah. isn't I um, guess they're all important
4: but. Yeah. And for me of course It had the dreaded narration I do not oh, yeah.
0: like Why? narration itself.
4: Show me Do not tell I me I
0: don't mind no. And I you have
4: three and a half hours here <laughs> To show me
0: Show me but I didn't hate it. No, I didn't really care. <laughs>
1: narration I don't mind, but I, I hate when it's narration that's essentially telling you something you're also so seeing. seeing. I want it to be adding context or something different, like adding some layers. But a lot of this was like, I didn't mind it, like, but a lot of it wasn't adding anything to it. It was just. But again, I think
2: that's part of the problem of it being so not convoluted but there's like a lot to detail I like yeah, think it, yeah. it was almost necessary well, that, just to get everything out that's
1: of the why I I wouldn't add anything from Frank's childhood or the war because
2: there's enough already if
1: we're just doing the movie I'm,
0: just do their story I'm
1: cutting stuff I'm like mm. almost something to the point where the, the first time the movie opens with a film called Jimmy Hoffa yeah. almost and like that's the story Frank yeah. and Jimmy how their relationship grows
2: you could fill the, in the background from there as yeah. well with conversation like oh you were in the tell me, you know, tell yeah. me about what happened there, yeah. I'll tell you
1: the story, that gets you bankrupt, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I, can, I can almost, I can almost do that, yeah. Especially when, because the, you're trying to do Frank Sheeran's story, because that's what the, the book is, but so it's about Jimmy Hoffa's disappearance, you can kind of run them in parallel, you can introduce both of them, have them overlap, show their parallel, and then their divergent past once Jimmy Hoffa dies, I think you can cut. 40 minutes from the start and then you can still have a three and a half hour movie but use that time to kind of flesh out who some of these other characters are and why they're important and the context for why all that matters. If, If
4: you're going to follow the story of his experience with the mob,
1: then bring the mob truly alive. Yeah. Yeah, and then, then you can, you have really see it you can spend some more time with the rituals of them eating and drinking together, you can find out
3: Oh,
0: the bathhouse, I wish that scene was in there so in the book there's a scene where they're in a bathhouse in Chicago? Yes,
4: yeah, so the, it's very briefly in the film but not given that kind so of So they're all in the room. Yeah, they
0: close the bathhouse they have a buffet of food and then they go, they're drinking and eating and then they go steam themselves and then they to come back and eat the all film hours. and I thought that would have been such a beautiful it was in the film,
4: but again, what it was,
2: was it? Just, it was, they kind, of was like scene scene room, kind of
0: through very
4: quickly. Yeah,
3: that's too much. Is this scenes this the scenes they would be me,
1: cooking in the just... kitchen with the olive oil yeah. the... And, then, and that's that's why for me you, you cut one portion of Frank's life from the story. Yeah. You can end it. You could end the movie with him killing Jimmy Hoffa if you want, and not do any other stuff with his life afterwards. Like yeah. If, yeah. if that's what you're building to, is him making this pivotal choice. You can cut the some of the end but and then, then flesh out further. But then I think that's
2: really making it the Jimmy Hoffa story not. Well, exactly,
1: story. and I don't want that either. That's yeah. why I'm cutting Jimmy's um, Frank's early life yeah. and just yeah, having yeah. his mob life building up to that, and what happens to him after that. I think that's the story you want if you're telling Frank's story and like how pivotal Jimmy is to him you you can kind of flavour his past but you don't need any of it like I like seeing the scene where he meets Rush for the first time but you can totally work without him
0: yeah you know? No, know it's, it's a nice meet queue in real yeah. life
1: and so. I think I think that goes away with a lot of this having to de-age them and all this stuff if you're showing a smaller chunk of time like yeah. from say when Frank's like 45 until when he's like in like, uh, assisted living yeah. instead of trying to show yeah, bits yeah. and pieces previously and you can come in with a second wife and just have a, a second a wife life. and say I was married before and then have that be the context you don't yeah. need to show him meeting all these people in the context for it no I agree And even though I felt too late in the film for me. Perhaps it
4: wouldn't have worked as well as it did if I didn't spend two thirds of the film with Frank as an inexpressive mm. person. But he does make that phone call. It is really extraordinary a bit of acting yeah. from J- De Niro. Because
0: oh, that was, yeah.
4: while still essentially being Frank yeah. and not over emoting. <laughs> I can see the, his soul being crushed. Well, and half of what he's saying is not only for the benefit of Joe, his mm-hmm. wife, yes. he's saying it to himself. Yeah, exactly. To Jimmy and the way wife, that it's filmed yeah. within his speech patterns halting,
1: yeah.
0: breaking down. There's even, a, the
4: there's even a strange cut, unless it was just a strange. So no, there, there is a strange cut. There is a strange cut with yeah. In the editing, yeah. when he's first talking on the phone with her it's a jump it's a strange it's jump like, yes. it's, it's like a jump cut, yeah. that, that is there. Yeah. And it also works for yes. the fact that his where his emotions are at the time and yeah. the, uh, the the static and the I'm
1: glad you mentioned that. I, 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 I yeah. noticed it at the time we didn't think about it, but yeah yeah that, yeah, that really worked, yeah. That's one of the few scenes where, where De Niro is frank for me. That's the one of the one scenes where like, he is that character. Right. And movie. maybe that yeah. wouldn't have been as powerful if I had seen him in both
4: Prior yeah. To that? Yeah. Because then you know ex- yeah. how extraordinary, extraordinary it has to be. What happens? Mm-hmm. Literally killing. So him saying, Have to do that. The,
0: what? Pretty much the most important person in his life, next to Russell.
4: And it was a private moment. Yeah. Yeah. Although he was he takes himself
1: away phone, phone. Yeah. He's, yeah. It's it's just Frank Yeah. And you never cut away to Joe like You hear her yeah. voice, but you never cut away never really to see her and anything. You don't really it's yeah. Hear all what about him.
0: Exactly. And it's, yeah, just him mm-hmm. alone with those. But emojis. it takes
4: you very, very far inside his soul in that. Moments, you know, at what great costs, what he did. Because you know, even while he's doing the actions and, things and killing him, it's all still quite yeah. professional, clean, and there's there's no investment, really. And then we see what yeah. to him, and when he's sitting down having his beer, and they're watching it on television, and his family's around him, and they're all buzzing. And his daughters glaring across.
0: That's really good. It's like that. I know what you did. It's like mm-hmm. and he can't. He can't pretend.
4: Right. And instead of confronting him, all, she says, no. "Is have you called his wife?"
0: And that's the most the, big, the biggest thing she can say to make him feel the most guilty. And I think that's really the dagger to his heart. That scene. And I think it just shows how. He's a really good actor, De Niro. Like, those moments of subtlety and how much expression he can make is amazing. And I think that in Oso, those are the moments which it's probably less digitally altered, so you can actually get a bit more of that.
4: <laughs> but that's when it really came alive. And that's. Mm. Yeah, but uh, uh, to do anything before that point would not have been probably true to the character. No,
0: I think the best Genuine of the, the film character. is after he's killed Jimmy yeah. Hoffa. I think that's that was the bit where I was like, I can't mm. pause... I'm like really. I need to yeah. see what's
1: well, everything up from the point where where Ross says this is happening yeah. Yeah. until the end is I think is great. That
2: yeah. portion informed my whole opinion of the film because I do remember when we. Started the was a little, it, was little like, oh, bit. Oh, I haven't got the patience for this. Like best basket, yeah. and yes, yeah, so by the time that happened, I was fully in yeah. and wanted to see it through to the end. And I felt like
0: it had a lasting impression on me, but it probably was just that very third, or so? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I think the first hour and a half I was a little bit like, it was a bit harder to get into, but mm-hmm. once it got to that.
4: But I, I think, you know, the, but that's just the idea of it being a film and opposed to the book, because the book has his voice, Charles Brand's voice as well, to always give you, pull you in and out of Frank's being inexpressive, where he can actually, this is what I think Frank was feeling, I'm sure he was feeling this, I can tell, and he has an opinion about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, so you, in the book, you constantly have a grounding outside of Frank to give you to fill in his life for you, and give a, a sense of what he thinks Frank is is feeling. For so you always have you have that consistently in the book. In the film, you, if you're presenting Frank to us, we've got to see Frank as he is, and unfortunately, we have to wait
0: to see that to
4: see that the moment payoff. when. Yeah, and that's unfortunately that's what I get more involved in things as well.
0: But it, that's emotional. the problem. That is him. He was playing him right. because so you I, know, I in I can't reading, reading the, the stories. That. Yeah.
4: But it, okay, did everyone see Wolf of Wall Street? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
0: didn't. Okay. Well. This <laughs> makes sense. I know. I hate this movie normally.
4: As much as that was in, that was dealing with people who were quite reprehensible yeah. as well, I felt. When I watched this, this does not feel like a film made by a man who's nearing 80 years old. It felt so vital and full of life, verve, all the way through. And, but somehow, I was—it was interesting because I was connecting to those characters in that film, even though they weren't people that I would necessarily enjoy spending time with them. In a way that I didn't feel the Irishman had that same kind of brio. Yeah. And I'm just I'm just speaking from a cinematic point about theater, how energized I was from Jim seeing that film, and I didn't quite feel energized.
0: If you saw this in but theater, Irishman, do you
2: think you would feel differently? I don't know, I don't know. But there wasn't much... For a film that is about such intense like, physical experiences, there isn't much energy to it as a story. It's very much a kind of slow-paced
3: mm-hmm.
2: journey through... You know, it isn't those... You know, sniffing coke off the stripper or whatever it's more for Wall Street. Like, you know, in the parties in the office it's not that it's very it's almost quite dignified. It's very quiet. Yeah. It's, yeah. Very it's, it's
1: essentially the, the big difference is um, the mobsters are essentially businessmen doing criminal activities. Well so it's this kind of
0: working outside of the system.
1: But. Yeah, yeah. So it's this kind of quite kind of sitting on ceremony calm focused thing punctuated by these pockets of extreme violence where Wolf of Wall Street is the kind of people you're embodying and the kind of lifestyle you're talking about that is cock fueled. Yeah, is is, is is this kind of verve and like pop and like kind of contrast turned up kind of thing. Whereas this is kind of the opposite, It's because that kind of in the shadows kind of candlelit thing. I,
4: the thing is I felt in that world that he was creating there it was much it was about the details so that's what made it so fascinating that film. I think all the details were right. And I didn't get as we were saying here I didn't get the details. I mm. got the sense of what that world was like, but where were the details? Where were those scenes of of them in that bathhouse and
1: yeah. yeah how it I was think set up. And they got almost a bit lost in the details of the period rather than the details of the story. Yeah. I think that's what I'm thinking too. Yeah. But I'm thinking
4: that if if I was if I had been able to identify oh that's New York that's Chicago yeah. that's Detroit and not only because I'm an American living there but I think from popular imagination I thinking,
0: think yeah you would have
4: been where able were to those down. where were those details in a three and a half hour film where were all those details mm-hmm. they, he had time to give us those details and I'm not sure that.
3: But they were I don't know, I mean, again,
4: I, get, the I, very last. I
0: mean, I think it would be a nice addition, but I also take the argument that America was America, it was the sort of, they were, you were focusing in on them, and everything else was sort of this blurry background, and the mob was sort of all-encompassing, and it didn't really matter where you were, the mob was the mob, the rules were the rules, and it should—it you shouldn't be. It's not gangs of New York. It's not about that city and the love of the city because he talks about in the book. He's always moving around and he feels restless, and he, and he's sort of blasé about he, where he's going. He or the talks city.
1: about that thing where I stayed in Jimmy's rooms and then whatever. Now I was in Chicago.
0: Yeah,
1: that kind of stuff.
0: You don't want to know what city you're in necessarily. You have to have the alibi that you're kind of moving constantly.
4: Yeah. I do have to say though that I looked up Lums hot dogs. Oh band. God. Because it looks so that, cool. Like why was this a little bit of Americana? I never even knew Lump. Lump, I, I actually, was, that. That shot of
0: love, I thought was a bit of brilliant cinematography <laughs> when he was shooting the hot dog. I thought that was yeah. beautiful. That little bit was just... Because that was a nice, like, local focal point, though. That was yes, very see, but specific. that's why
4: it really brought alive to me. I, like, I, I want to yeah. research this because where is this place? Yes. That it was so specific.
0: That was good detail from the book to
1: To that. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. it was like, oh my god, I I love some, snow. Now I I want want to go back in time and have a I think that's why I wanted a hot dog. I had a hot dog on Sunday, and I I think (laughs) that's why.
3: (laughs) Subconsciously. Um, Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. It was a vegan hot dog, it was delicious. Yeah. Because in the
4: the book he talks, he he gives you a real distinction about how the
1: mob operated in Chicago as opposed to how it operated. In yeah, but again, I think that's why if you if you focus it more on the mob and you cut out a bit of the kind of earlier fan line, you can have him in Chicago for more. You can see the transition to Detroit. You can see him moving around more. But I think you're jumping back and forth so much. If you're doing, like, total cards on the screen Chicago Detroit, just leave them on the fucking screen, because we're just cutting
0: back and forth, like. I mean, the pace, like, even though he's driving, like, hours at a time, the pace, even in the book, of how he moves from city to city is pretty insane. You know, he talks about going Chicago, Philly, San Francisco, New York, Florida, like, within a few days at a time, like, it's yeah. kind of fucking mental. Like, he, it's a blur to him. He, I think, you know, Lums is very significant because, is it Russell or Jimmy who, uh, no it's Jimmy. It's Jimmy, J- yeah. it's Jimmy. But I don't think the cities, the personality of the cities only are in respect to the person he is with really. And the importance to them, maybe, and not to him. I don't know if he... But he's very
4: specific about the restaurants they go
1: to. And I wanted, the to, food. See the, I wanted to see yeah. these restaurants. Well, it's them
0: yeah. eating the food. It's not, yes. I don't think it's a facade it's the rest of but it's the consumption of the food. Like,
1: no, the restaurants are important. Like even in the conclusion of the book, uh, Frank's talking about the specific restaurant in the elite that he's going to for this meeting. The restaurant and who owns it and who's been there before and, they, and well, what they, they, they serve. A, like that's all really important.
0: You have the um, where Joey Gallo gets shot. The, they're very the focused on, house. yeah, you see the clam house beforehand and the very yeah. specific facade. But
1: I think they can only do that because
0: a man was actually
1: murdered there yeah. and there's loads of footage of what it looked like so exactly yeah. at that point. So when most they show the news for you, yeah. like, yeah, that looks exactly the same.
0: Most of these places he talks about, like, this is this now, this doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, yeah. sort of you know it's all his just in his memory I
1: will say the, I will say this and I know he's doing horrific things so maybe it's easy to remember that but Frank's memory is incredible oh my like, god if someone asked me what I was doing 10 years it, ago I'd be like I mean no you our <laughs> generation is not
2: fucked when it comes to memory like I honestly think <laughs> like the few generations before us will remember things that we will have no context of when we also he we're was married. murdering like,
0: people it's harder to forget those moments oh yes, yeah if, if I was Brian Housen like
3: someone
1: would that I, <laughs> I would remember that
3: yeah
0: I thought that was um
1: that was interesting I assume the context in the movie is that uh, Frank's such a good killer hitman whatever you want to call him but he's getting a lay of his land like when he when he's in the when he's in the house and he's looking around and he's checking yeah. the back door but like having read the book it felt very much like that was him remembering all these details in retrospect when he was telling Charles. Like, he remembered how small the kind of vestibule was and how close the stairs were and the fact yeah. you could see into the kitchen just around the corner and that's where the kind of brothers were waiting. Um, I thought it was interesting how much context I had for this house yeah. mm-hmm. watching the movie.
3: And those
0: details are on par with the book. I think, mm. you know, all in all, Martin Scorsese honours the material. You know, and it doesn't include as much as we would like and builds that character but it's all i mean it's you can tell the you know the writer of the book Knows the value of this story and those scenes and those dialogues and yeah, tries to yeah, string yeah. together something that really
1: portrays yeah. those events. And there, there is there is stuff that that does feel really important in the book that they miss out, which within the context of the movie isn't important. And like the fact that uh, the redhead John Francis,
0: yes, yeah, it's a real
1: estate agent. Yeah, it turns to, out he's the real estate agent who was like leasing the house that they used to kill Jimmy Hoffa right. But it's like, like
0: conspiracy of pumpkins. Yeah,
1: like that feels like such a big thing to, yeah. to learn about, but like in the context of the movie. The yeah. like, redhead is an important character. Like, he's yeah. there for Frank and he's a moat, But like, if you mention that in a movie, that's like five like, minutes you don't need. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know anything about
4: him in the film outside of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Outside of that, he doesn't come alive. To me. Yeah. I mean, he only really comes alive in the in, in the conclusion. Yeah, exactly. Really like, extra, he, extra, only because you've read all the way to him. the
0: end. I mean, in the the main bit of the book, he, he doesn't really have a persona.
1: Yeah, so yeah. So He's like a, a reliable run. pair of hands.
0: But, yeah, <laughs> he's gonna drive a car. I, don't, I trust him not to like fib on you know
3: yeah.
0: us. So, um, oh, what did you think of the character of Tony Pro?
1: How'd you mean in terms of the portrayal and everything? I thought he did a decent job. He felt the most mobby. <laughs> Of, of all the characters yeah. he felt so like kind a of like wise, like wise guy yeah, yeah. kind of like mobster especially in terms of that meeting, like his like shorts oh, and yeah, shirt like open
0: but in top
1: yeah um, but like he's like a really pivotal character Yeah. Um, I don't know if he seems as pivotal in the movie as he really should be given how how much sway he has in in Russell going against Jimmy because you're at that point where it's Jimmy or Tony are, are going to be taken out because they're causing too much friction against one another. Yeah. Like, I don't but know it if is you... not, it's, We
0: always oh, forget about Fitz, the sort uh-huh. of louse who's actually in charge but doesn't actually do anything. Fitzsimmons.
1: Yeah, well, he's, he's not, really, I mean, he's, he's, he's not union, yeah. really in charge. He's not really of with the union, but Tony Probe's really in charge. He's the one kind of pushing pushing yeah. for it. And it's only... It's Jimmy holding up. So then she has to decide whether... Tony and Fitz are gone and Jimmy comes in or they kind of stay with their current status quo Jimmy's gone and Jimmy's not listening to to, I say say
3: recently
0: (laughs) 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 What do you what do you think of that scene where it's uh, Jimmy No, it's Tony Pro Fitz Nixon and on the golf course with the other guy
3: Oh Do you remember
0: they're on the golf course and they're (laughs) like and it's He's like pissed off with them, and you see them golfing together with the power of
1: the it's, it's not Tony Salerno as well, is it no, the no, other? No, it's another Salerno. like
0: a politician, though, I
1: think. It's not, it's not Hunt either, is it Emma Hunt?
0: Do you remember this
1: scene? The golfing scene. Essentially, Jimmy's talking about how they're all collecting full-time paychecks to work for the union, but they're all off fucking playing golf with Nixon. Yeah,
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Yeah. briefly. It's only like a 30-second scene it's like, it cuts them playing golf, you've got a voiceover, that's the whole thing.
0: It's essentially trying to show like they don't give a shit about the actual union anymore. They're
1: just trying to get money to live this life of luxury. And Jimmy wasn't above like claiming more than one full-time paycheck, but he was doing a full-time job at least.
3: But that, that,
4: was, that again to me is another example of things just being tossed off in a quick, in a quick sequence, just it's to try to give me try to get yeah. me Yeah, we
0: remember text. it. <laughs> we were paying attention.
4: I was, <laughs> but I just didn't care because it wasn't presented in any kind of. Race, I guess. Yeah.
0: What Scorsese films do you like?
1: I mean, let these pizza, the whole thing. And I will tell you,
4: Wolf of Wall Street, I really like.
0: Okay, I don't like that because
4: it's quite unusual for me. because I'm not a really big fan. Yeah. Taxi Driver. I like Taxi still Driver. Very yeah. Film it's,
0: it's always the beginning of the career. They always have the most artistic.
4: Uh, Raging bulls. That's a film.
0: Wasn't that uh, Joe Pesci's like breakout role? Casino. Well,
4: Casino, more
0: like. Looking at his film. we think
4: of the oh, yeah, very sweeping, generalized statements he's been making recently about superhero films. It's
0: oh, not, it's I. Not just, really being worth you know, anybody's time. I mean, I agree in the sense that I don't know if superhero films will stand the test of time of these necessarily being classic cinema but I think it's just someone who is very separate from this world and maybe doesn't understand the fascination but for some really reason feels like you needs to have an opinion but that doesn't mean you need to say your opinion if you don't like it I mean fair enough like look at some headlines around yeah exactly it's <laughs> a controversial it's
2: strange
4: how he yes. made that statement yeah. just yeah. prior I mean if you you to
2: I mean, yeah. really gonna, uh the media <laughs> the media, so people are saying Scorsese said X, it's the... the filmmaker whose new film, yeah, sets, X.
3: is
0: out now about to drop on Netflix. Yeah, you get your conversation, you, get you get get the your buzz name going, yeah. Okay. And it's like not necessarily an offensive statement, yeah. like, no one really cares, but it's enough that it will spark a conversation yeah. and get your name back in. Because a, a superhero hero fan is going to still watch a superhero film, whether or not Scorsese yeah. is interested in them. Yeah, and I, I don't think, and the people who aren't
3: fans.
0: And also, who's to say what is going to be classic cinema from this period? Yeah. like it's such
2: a weird time. <laughs> Basically, all they're doing now is remix. Yeah like they're just rebooting Or the new Disney films like going to be Disney, classic Home Alone you know like they're yeah. rebooting absolutely everything Oh is Joe Pessy going to be in <laughs> Home Alone <laughs> oh, <yeah>. I,
3: mean,
2: <laughs> I yeah. like think you know they, they are literally that seems filmmaking now just seems to be regenerating of the ideas from, from yeah. the web. so I don't know if you can say things won't be a classic or things won't be respected because you yeah. know who knows what shit we're going to come out in the next
0: 30 years yeah. so yeah. these could be like the pinnacle all, all these movies making. that we have watched for book club—it's <laughs> a cinema classic for the next generation, right?
1: I mean, two boys love before was well, good. <laughs> so... Yeah, exactly.
0: That's
2: the example <laughs> of like Netflix pop culture of the time. It'll be, it'll
0: be like cool. when Harry met Sally. Yeah, it'll be like the wrong classic. All that from the so, yeah, exactly.
1: Mm, what? We well,
0: well, it did.
1: When Harry met Sally was well reviewed.
0: Yeah,
2: because there was less choice and less like fixing mm-hmm. in at the yeah. time. Maybe you say to a lot of like really big cinemas before, something yeah. like yeah. Sleekers in Seattle,
1: I love a lot of
3: sleepers in
0: Seattle. It's <laughs> I mean, cool. yeah. Who cares? I mean, if you love a film, you love a film. doesn't like, yeah. no matter if it's like a um, Criterion Collection film
1: or something. I bet you there's a sleepers in Seattle Criterion Collection
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> DVD. It's it old enough to be considered a movie.
4: But I think when you have a filmmaker on the caliber of Francisca who makes a film, it's much more difficult to critique it than it would be some other
3: people. It is. Film. It's true. But yeah, I think, I think there
4: exactly. are things to critique in this film. Not I don't think it's a masterpiece. But I think I'm I should be assuming that I think it's a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, her- you go the level of expectation. Yeah. Of the-
0: and I think because maybe well I haven't watched a ton of his films because usually that isn't what I'm interested in so I have less experience in seeing these characters play those types of roles no I mean you know Robert De Niro Al Pacino have played mobsters in plenty of other directors films so I mean that is very yeah
4: I think that he's of course played more interesting films yeah. while yeah that's... That felt, uh, uh, felt had more of a personal investment in, in the material. But this case, So
0: they definitely, I would say not, I agree with them not putting it in the film because it would have just pulled it way out but I thought it was so fascinating in the book talking about Jerry Orbach and essentially that the, I think it was a detective said if he had, if Jerry Orbach said what had happened to Jerry Gallo in the restaurant because he was there the case would have been solved but he refused to say what happened because he was friends with the the mob family
4: yeah yeah well, uh, Hollywood lived, yeah, yeah exactly Was that crazy thing where Olivia Newton-John was at a in a lounge yeah. with uh one of these guys
3: what <laughs> it just shows you how the, how the time.
4: long the tendrils were and how far it reached into, yeah. into... And for us, it's interesting now because right near the end of the book, we hear people like Joe Biden,
0: oh, yes, who was at up. the
4: time a young crusading uh, senator who became involved oh. with the,
3: the unions.
0: Yeah, and how he had to go to the union to get the vote and they had to decide whether or not to back him or the other That's guy.
3: Crazy.
0: And he well, he was essentially going to the mob to ask them to back him.
4: And at one point the mob had a get out on Giuliani. Yeah. Like Giuliani who now like, is essentially yeah. a mobster himself. Himself. Okay, yes. for the,
1: the like, Trump
4: administration. <laughs> yeah. uh, Crazy yeah.
1: that those people who were introduced to now have become really big figures. Yeah, yeah. well, like big figures the, the little campaigners now are going to big business for backing. That's all they were doing there. Yeah, it's just that they didn't any fucking money were the union or the mob yeah, well, who are basically one and were, the same.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. what they, they give a statistic in the book that the amount of money that the mob loaned out in comparison to Chase Bank was pretty, yeah. pretty yeah, yeah, much yeah. the s- same
3: I guess
1: yeah. they were like the third biggest like loan lender <laughs> in American economy um, yeah. which is interesting isn't it yeah. <laughs> I,
0: mean, I mean the banking system is like a mob system in its own right it's just you know yeah, 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 government yeah. approved yeah bonuses,
1: kickbacks, fairly similar.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it wasn't
0: interesting
4: so what and Steve and Zalian actually chose to use from the book. You know, some things that I didn't think would even be that interesting for them, yeah. they chose to actually highlight them, you yeah. and use some other things that were to me my more interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm for some reason they figured it wasn't part of the
3: yeah structure
0: I mean I can understand so like I can tell that they wanted to focus on the family that the mob made what that did to Frank so that his upbringing and his sort of lack lack of family structure they were less interested in though as a reader I felt like I got a lot out of that and there's more payoff in understanding the film because I knew that content so when I got to that last scene of him in his room, I think I felt a bigger emotional connection because I, I knew where he came from and what he had to go through, <laughs> the life he had like decided, those decisions, and kind of where it led him.
4: This is, for me, this is an example, of probably maybe the first time in this book, form where the reading of the book really enhanced yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: watching of the film. It really helps.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> I liked the film but I don't know how we'll
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because we've done like big historical text before. Like we did Mary Queen of Scotch, but like that movie was so different. I didn't need the context of the book yeah, to help me understand, know, understand the movie. movie. Yeah. It, it actually
0: something. made Absolutely. you more confused, you because like <laughs> none of this is true. Yeah, yeah exactly.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, good yeah, thank God to the didn't decide to make a bunch of shit.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah, and I a lot of respect to him for the honesty and truthfulness and yeah, because pretty much most of the stuff we read, the directors are like, oh, I don't like this bit of history, I'm gonna change it because it suits my needs. Yeah,
1: yeah. Based on the changes made to Mary Queen of Scots, they might as well have had Frank Sheeran fucking killing JFK.
0: If it wasn't Oswald, it was actually <laughs> pretty Sharon, yeah, that's, that's more interesting.
4: interesting. You know,
0: it. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I mean, that, oh my God, that yeah. is how to it, why not?
0: what are the other ones, like, Black Landsmen as well, which like, extremely artistic version of a bit of history, and New Prayer Before Dawn as well.
1: Went a completely different direction, yeah, did, yeah, kind of took the core the idea of, uh, of, like of a Biography and then told that more of a kind of narrative story with it.
0: Yeah. What are the. the
1: what else have we done that's been non fiction?
2: What I tell you. Yeah,
1: yeah so heard,
0: that all is about them. it.
1: I've got like a. It feels Oh, it feels to
0: which is. Well, it's like historical fiction. Yeah. Yeah. It's time. And that was a relatively accurate. Oh, um, the dirt. The dirt! Oh
1: my God,
0: we forgot that oh, <laughs> I always forget. I can't believe we read that book. <laughs> I have like a series. <laughs> <girl>. This is
1: <girl. laughs> Go, boy, go as well. Oh
3: my
0: yeah, god, yes. Yeah. How did we, that we just did that one as well? I've actually done a lot of nonfiction. Yeah. I mean, I think filmmakers probably really like non-fiction because it's such a structure and then there's kind of ways to work around it as well as for a viewer who has familiar context so you're kind of going in having some sort of vague awareness a lot of the time. Like Mary Queen of Scots, people have like a kind of generalized idea. You know, black men. you have an idea of the KKK and some rights. Irishmen, I think you have a context of maybe the mob, and that's what your basis for this is. Yeah. And that's what you're going in with. You I'm just sure. think the mob, this is a mob story, and that's all you're gonna... You think you're getting, I think. Okay. I would
4: have to say in this case, though, I think I have to prove...
0: Oh see, I'm team I do
2: think that the reading of the book enhanced my enjoyment of the film
1: so much that I can't yeah. entirely separate the two. Yeah. yeah. I, I enjoyed I enjoyed the film much more, so yeah. without the book I wouldn't have enjoyed it half yeah. as much. They
0: almost
1: need to come out yeah, of that. to for get
0: everything out of it.
1: For me prepared. they did, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I really liked the film. I was sort of surprised uh, it wasn't perfect, and I really like—I really got into the book, and I really enjoyed both of them. Yeah, like I—I
1: I never. Wasn't enjoying reading the book, but there was just so much. book
3: yeah, <laughs> you know
0: what I
1: mean. Like, it always felt quite daunting going back yeah. to it. Like, while I was reading it, I was always engaged and enjoying yeah. it, and like piecing it all together. Yeah. Um, but in a morning on the morning commute going back in, it was always like, there we go. Yeah. You gotta, <laughs> like,
0: you gotta like dive back yeah, in.
4: Yeah, 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 yeah. It I would so. say as an immersion into that world, wow. I I was able to extract much more. From yeah. Mm.
0: and I did some watching yeah, 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 yeah. And it was, you know, the book works in the sense that it's very matter-of-fact and I think the way Craig speaks and explains himself is very... There's no like fit faff rambling around. It's like this is what yeah. happened.
1: Yeah, I enjoyed the movie more, but the book taught
3: me things. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: I understand the UK okay. and why it's
3: important.
0: <laughs> 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 like, the context
1: of like why uh, Crazy Joey had a fight with Russell because of the thing, um, the ba- the pelly badge he was wearing.
3: Yeah, yes, in the, but in I the was movie. America.
1: Without that, I've had no context. talk so, the it yeah.
0: Oh, I was very confused. That shot did not work for me. That shot where they're showing the guy who's leading the Irish-American organization who gets shot before...
1: Oh, at the demonstration. And the demonstration. I, mean, the police are like I was very him.
0: like, who is this? Why do I care about this person?
1: Yeah. The book gives you context yeah. for it, at least. Well, that, like,
0: that's yeah. not until the end, though. Isn't that
1: the No, that's the thing. Like, the, the movie puts things in much yeah. more kind of like Linear. chronological order, yeah. whereas Frank is giving you pieces that you're then putting together in yeah. kind of order. Yeah. I think the thing that bothered
4: me about the film is, okay, I understand that you're dealing with an environment of people who are not self-reflective and they don't think about things, until yeah. maybe much later on in life, but as a filmmaker you've got to reflect on it not just blow through it all I'm getting out of what I was feeling was a series of scenes from this book that were, this, this happened, this happened this happened that, like, but As a a film author, you've got to give me some reflection. Even if the characters aren't giving me the reflection, I'm feeling like I'm just getting a series of scenes that aren't really lasting very long or leaving me with anything, any feeling. Um,
0: What? I think that's the point though, because at the end he's like, he's saying, he's, doesn't he say to the nurse, like, yeah. you have no idea how fast life goes?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. I think
0: for him, when he's recollecting, it is a bunch of scenes going very quickly, because the story is meant to be him telling those stories of those moments of his life, and yeah. how quickly he gets to the point of suddenly being in this nursing home, and it's like, what did all of it matter? But then at the end?
4: done that in two hours.
0: You could have, you could
4: have. And given me that the same sense of
0: light.
3: And it be good,
4: yeah. If you're not gonna give me anything else. When, but ultimately, I do not think that I will I'm not haunted by the film nothing, nothing really lingering Except some of those very final scenes That yeah. Yeah. have to do with
3: performance also. No,
0: I think performance. I will always remember that The last half And those moments mm. When I think the about
3: the film
4: yeah. I will think about those Those moments yeah. will
3: grip My yeah. imagination
1: The scene that will stay with me i I don't know if this mentioned in the book I don't know if this is a true scene or if it was embellished for the, the movie but when right at the end when Frank's being interviewed one last time by the FBI and they're like just tell us and so he's oh, yes. like speak to my lawyer and they're like
0: he's dead I
1: think
0: that's, <laughs> I think that's actually yeah. in the beginning maybe
1: is of the book maybe, yeah. maybe I think that was book, in yeah. the beginning where
0: he talks about the FBI coming to him in his elderly age and then he's like visiting
1: but that was really frustrating to me about that yeah. he's at this point in life where he's so old that His friends are just slipping away without him even knowing it, without it it being an impact. It is very poignant that...
4: he doesn't get angry about, angry about people who might have ratted somebody out, who when were suffering from cancer yeah, and their
1: final states of their elderly, life. Elderly, uh, like elderly yeah, elderly, yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. So he had a, a, a perspective on that, yeah. right? that he's, he'll forgive somebody at that stage. Well, so, that's like almost like the Catholic thing, it's not, it's not about them trying to save their life, it's about them trying to save their soul, yeah. soul. at that point, yeah. you know, and, <laughs> and like, on some weird level he's you like, know, I can understand that, if they're just trying to get out of jail time yeah. or whatever, well, but not, yeah. that's not that's not know. cool yeah. but you know yeah, but it is if you are in yeah. your death and yeah. you want to confess yourself so it's back to your whole like, love of Frank and his rules
3: yeah. <laughs> good man good, good
4: shot, shot. Yeah. he makes a very good statement at the end I think Charles Grant that yeah. there is the idea of conscience and so many things in our life are devoted to conscience 12 yeah. step programs religion yeah. that there will come a point where you are going to want to release all the contents mm-hmm. that yeah. are bothering that consciousness. I think, you don't they, want to do it too young because yeah. then your body you will pay the price for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think
0: that's what Peggy is supposed to be throughout the film, that like pull of as he's getting older. Like At that point he goes to visit her at the bank as well. Like He knows and he's getting closer to that point where his consciousness is about to kind of
4: Unravel. I, I was really happy to read here because, again, the film wasn't giving me the sense that she made a, an effort to never speak we to can. him again. And I guess maybe we're supposed to get yeah. that from the scene where we saw her yeah,
0: in the, the
3: bank.
4: bank and she put her clothes on. But I, I really didn't even get the sense from that that she said, I will not talk to you again. I think maybe he mentioned it in the film again. But, but, he, she, the, she, but the thing impact. is,
0: she never says, I will not talk to you again. She just doesn't. Which I think is even you know stronger. Like she
4: maybe left it to her sister to communicate that yeah. to yeah. their father.
0: She just doesn't. And even at the funeral, when she's standing there and not making eye contact, that's
4: it it's
1: a trouble oh, you know it's trouble
0: um do we want to do our best and worst scenes
1: from the movie
0: yeah
1: yeah I'm starting now huh? yeah <laughs>
3: he said yes um, um
1: I mentioned earlier. Worst thing was the, the the tiny flashback to Frank and the war. Yeah. But it just felt so small in comparison to that movie. Like that
0: 411 some, days.
1: Some generic forests, two generic bad soldiers. Yeah. Frank in some could have been bought from any costume shop. Yeah. American uniform. Just didn't, Unnecessary. Didn't work for me. Like, have him tell the story rather than. That's that's one point where tell me, don't show me. If that's what you're going to show me. Um, to- scene um, when we are talking about it, it was. We talking about it, it was maybe the scene where Frank calls Joe I actually think it's the scene where uh, Frank and Russ are in jail uh, and uh, Frank is breaking the bread and yeah.
0: dunking give up a <laughs> tiny piece start again Bob.
1: but yeah the, the scene when Russ and Frank are in prison together at the end and Russ is incredibly frail and he looks fragile like a tiny bird and, and Frank's looking after him, um, and it's that, it's that nice moment of, of Frank repaying this man who's like essentially saved his life multiple times because of their connections to the mob, and then that's, that scene really worked for me. I want to
4: say three scenes that I can't, I can't really
1: uh, put them
4: into one being better than the other. Okay. Uh, Everything that we just said. The two scenes that uh, John Stock spoke about, phone conversation, breaking of bread at the table, and uh, the wife in the car. Oh, yes. 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 Those were three standout scenes yeah. And I can't place one in front of the other, because uh, as little
1: worlds to themselves, they yeah. were really revealing and yeah. powerful. They're, they're probably the three like best character moments yes. in, in in the movie. You know, they weren't they weren't like ticking scenes off from the book. These were actual moments where I felt like I was with a character yeah. and uh, and yeah. they were feeling something exactly, exactly. And that's again what I thought was lacking a lot
4: of. Things. Yeah. But then I would also probably agree with you as that being the worst scene.
3: Which one? The, one the flashback. Oh yeah, yeah. To the war. yeah. yeah.
1: You can't have than Tom's answers.
3: There are three and a half hours worth of <laughs> film
2: Yeah, yeah. But I, I would agree with those. I don't have any argument with those. One scene I didn't really like, because like, I didn't get this context from the film, it was just like how. Like, this is like a real story about the very beginning, but when Russ really wants to kind of befriend. <laughs> okay. um, when Russ is like really trying to befriend Peggy and she really oh. hates him. Yes. And she's really rude to him and then she makes friends with, like, she loves Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, all that stuff I just didn't really need. Like, I, I know that Peggy is meant to, you know, interpret that she's more astute and she is more involved than her sisters. The so we
0: don't even get the names of the other sisters. Dolores. Yeah, but you, know, you don't get... No, I know you do. Because remember in this, uh, the baptism scene they uh, mentioned no. the daughter's yeah. name.
2: In the book you definitely do, I don't know if you do in the film. Yeah, no, no, eventually yeah, you
1: in both. But they're not, they're the, they're not characters, no. they're his, no, they're they're just, his no, daughters. Peggy's a character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just, they're
2: they're yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I just didn't feel like that added anything for me. I, did, I didn't get that from the book that she had such a strong feeling towards one or the other. I know they all hung out as like families, hmm. but I just like, felt that was a bit unnecessary. But I'm only saying that because you've already taken all the best
0: No! So.
1: Thanks guys. Sorry, Nora's got to go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think my favorite scene because I was surprised because I hadn't finished the ending of the book and I saw it when I was watching and I was like, that didn't really happen. Um, was part of the scene where we're breaking bread in prison, but when they're outside and you see the lineup of all the old mobsters yeah and they're playing bocce ball I was like they didn't all end up in prison together <laughs> and they did in reading the book I was like oh, my God that this has actually happened
1: yeah and
0: I thought that was so I it's actually the you
1: made for multiple trips you yeah, come yeah, and come see yeah. them all at once. <laughs> just,
0: you heard them together. And I thought, you know, I love the scenes that you mentioned as well. I think they're stunning bits of acting. I think the other scene I would have mentioned was when Peggy's watching him and he's eating the cereal and he's kind of hunched over and she's looking at him mm. and being like, I know. <coughs> so I think that scene of, like, very quiet mm. but heavy emotions and neither, no one says anything but you can feel the implication between the two of them so i think those moments of acting i thought were really beautifully done we're seeing i think the, the military one is awful i think that that seemed a bit of the flashback about the irish thing i didn't really i was just a bit confused by it didn't really give me enough context um
3: yeah.
1: I have an on-mention scene, which okay. I loved, but I think people could hate. Yeah,
0: um, there's so many. Scenes. When they,
1: it's a scene towards the end when they've picked up Jimmy and they're driving to the house. Um, and you are kind of aware of what's coming, but they have like a two-minute conversation about what fish chuck
0: Oh, the <laughs> and yeah. that's an actual, it's line
3: for line. But it went much
1: longer. In <clears throat> um. But I quite like the fact that it's this forced normality, yeah. because they're trying to make Jimmy feel more at ease. Yeah. And if they just sat there in silence. It
3: would be so awkward.
1: That's <laughs> awesome. <awkward. laughs> that suddenly, to me, started feeling like a Tarantino or a Coen brother.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think yeah.
1: that's why people could hate it, because it felt really disjointed and into yeah. the rest of the movie, it felt like I thought the scene when they cut to Telly uh, Bugs in the guy felt like a Tarantino bit. When yeah. the when the driver <laughs> like with the shades on turned the music back up, oh, like, both yeah. those scenes felt really Tarantino I know does
0: Tarantino feel like Scorsese? <laughs> He's stealing from him. <laughs>
1: But that's more but
4: than out of humour to remind me of Colin. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Very yeah. Much so. um, the Really, what well, you could hate is because they do feel a bit jarring the in comparison to the film, but I did quite like both of those scenes, but like kind of in isolation.
0: I think that's it, guys. Right. I mean, we just spent two hours talking about this <laughs> but, yeah, film. People. Almost as long as
1: the film. So. <laughs> I mean, we're about 50% off being as long as the film, mate. Oh. Oh. 90 minutes. <laughs> yeah, we can do it. Okay. <laughs> that's
0: it.